It's game day in Maryville, and you know what that means. It's time for some Red Rebel football on your home for all things Maryville sports. Rebel Radio, WGAP. Sit back as we set the stage for another chapter in the storied tradition of Maryville High School football. We look for Maryville to take it to another level and raise the bar to another Red Rebel victory. Welcome to Rebel Radio, WGAP, and look out, because here come those Rebels. Friday to you and welcome to Rebel Radio WGAP. I'm Wayne Kaiser alongside the always infamous uh, Mr. Chris Hips as we are ready for senior night here at Maryville High School. It is region championship night as the Bradley Central Bears come in a unscathed 4-0 in conference play. Red Rebels sit uh, at the same 4-0 record. Uh, excited about what the night can look like, Chris, but uh, a rainy night here at Maryville High School. Talking with some uh, some of the officials earlier before the game. Uh, really been blessed this year to have really good weather. Tonight, uh, a little Mother Nature coming into play, but uh, I think it's probably going to play in the hands of the Red Rebels. What's up, man? Yeah, I think we were agreeing about that. This might be the first uh, Friday night I can remember where it's not been warm, where people were wearing shorts, minus maybe our buddy down there <laughs> i think i think yeah yeah jeff weaver will uh i mean i'm i'm gonna say if he ever visits alaska he may have already visited alaska but if he ever does he'll have shorts on or at least have them packed in his bag uh but uh he is out in in shorts appreciate that he's out here though he was a uh, a little under the weather no pun intended earlier in the week but he is out here working working hard as he does each and every friday night and really at any sporting event that maryville puts on uh taking some great photos uh but chris uh, a lot is to be had here tonight. It's senior night at Maryville High School. Excited about what that looks like. We're going to run down the names of our seniors for all different sports, all the trainers, all the dance team cheerleaders, cheerleaders, and football players. Uh, but we'll do so after we listen to this uh, coach's interview. Coach Derek Hunt's interview brought to you by the Huddleston Law Firm, and uh, it's a great one. Uh, Halloween edition, just a little teaser there. But here's what the coach had to say about tonight's matchup with Bradley Central. We'll be right back. And welcome into the interview with the head football coach of your Maryville Rebels, Coach Derek Hunt. Coach, welcome in as always, and I always appreciate the time. Yes, sir. Thank you. Looking forward to it. Coach, uh, it's, it's a busy week every week at Maryville High School, but this week maybe turns up a notch uh, as it's senior night uh, for your Red Rebels, a big group of seniors, a, a good group of seniors. And uh, it's Halloween weekend, so it's a costume night for the student section. So a uh, busy night here tonight, but uh, there's a football game in town. There is. It's going to be a lot of fun, and hopefully senior night and playing for a region championship will bring a great crowd. Well, I tell you, a great crowd was had last week as uh, as your Rebels took on the Knox West Rebels, which was a fun call for me. I, I'm pretty sure I capped the word Rebels uh, about you know a couple hundred times, but uh, I'll say uh, the matchup was was billed as a as a heavy hitter, and uh, the Red Rebels came in swinging hard and defensively. Uh, took the uh, Knox West Rebels out of this thing early. Yeah, our defense played great, and they did a fantastic job. Our coaches did a great job, and our kids responded, played really hard, you know, tackled well. We got pressure on the quarterback, which made it tough for them. And, you know, after that first drive, our offense got going and I think scored on five straight possessions. So that was that was great. 
Well, and I, I tell you, it, it's, it never ceases to amaze me the versatility that comes with that offense because, you know, a lot of times defenses, as, as good teams do, they scheme to stop what you, uh, what you go to, what, what's, your, what's your kind of forte. And I thought Knox West came in with a, with a plan to do so, kind of attack the middle and kind of push Noah to get outside. And uh, just uh, you guys started spreading the defense. And, uh, and once uh, Noah and those guys get in space, it's a, it's a fun thing to watch. Yeah, you know, our goal is to be balanced, and we want to be able to, to get the ball in, in multiple guys' hands and not let the defense just, you know, just try to take away one thing. If they if they want to take away one, you know, one item, we feel comfortable doing something else. And, and that's not just for, for who's, got, who's getting the ball, but also attacking different spots of the field. You know, we, we need to push the ball vertical and try to hit big plays every now and again, too. And um, Friday night we had success in the screen game, and that was huge and took some pressure off of Carson for sure. And so, you know, and Carson made some great plays with his legs. He got in the end zone once and had a couple other good runs. So anytime you can do stuff like that, you know, it's really hard for a defense to to decide what they want to take away because at the end of the day, we're going to take what they give us. Yeah, and, you know, I think, uh, you know, defensively they they had a plan. It just – Again, the balance really outweighed them there. But defensively for the Rebels, you talk about uh, kind of staling the run for, for Knox West. 16 carries, 11 yards, really played from behind the sticks most of the night. Um, their overall total was 32 plays, 105 yards. One Basically one drive got them over 100. Uh, but yep. uh, I'll be honest with you, Keyshawn Harper was the Smoky Mountain Axe House player of the game last week. and. And and I'll tell you that front and that linebacking core probably the most impressive unit uh, that that we've seen week in and week out. They're getting after it. They've definitely got better as the seasons progressed. And you know I think our coaches are putting them in a position to be successful. And then they're going out and executing, playing with high energy, tackling, and you know doing things that they need to do. I think our D line gets off blocks as good as anybody we've seen. So. Hopefully we can continue to do that, you know, and if we do, we'll have a chance to win every game we play in. And, uh, and, and you know, of course, we, Chris and I talk each and every week about team tackling. You know, it's probably it's probably something that's preached at practice, but it's something that they execute most Friday nights. You know, you'll see a guy that maybe doesn't have the best angle, but he can slow up the, the ball carrier or the receiver, what have you, and allows his teammates to get there and get, get, get the guy down. Yep. You know, it's something that we work on each week, so – Definitely a priority. Absolutely, I you know, coach. I thought uh, I thought this was a cleaner football game. You know, we had talked in the last couple of weeks. Penalties kind of had ha- we had had a little penalty bug there. I thought this past week was a clean football game as well. Yeah, I mean, uh, obviously you don't you want you don't want to get behind the chains and and have any dumb or selfish penalties. And so I thought we did a better job. Well, coach uh, again took care of Knox West, one of the better teams in five A, uh, a thirty five to seven Red Rebel victory. Uh, but this week, uh, like I said, the thing, the uh, stakes turn up. We get back into region play. Bradley Central brings their eight and one uh, ball club down here. Just a, a last week was their lone loss of the season out of region play uh, to Ray County. But this is a perfect in region play. Bradley Central team. Uh, what have you seen from the Bears coming in? Just some some really good players. They've got a, a running back who's so impressive as a sophomore. He's their go to guy on offense. Quarterback who's He's got a couple years' experience under his belt. Um, you know, he's an all-region performer. Uh, defensively, they returned a lot of guys from last year's team. Uh, their, their strength is their defensive line, for sure. And so uh, they get after you. And sometimes they put four or five guys down there, 
and just dare you to run the football. So, you know, it'll be a test for us, and it's one we're looking forward to. You know, I, of course, always look at last year's matchups, and you you had the opportunity to see Bradley Central twice a year ago, uh, and and really their identity went through Mr. Burke. He was he was their big time running back, uh, elusive player. Uh, he is now out of the picture. He is not there. But like you said, Wilson, the the running back for for Bradley Central, has uh, stepped in and and stepped up right there. Uh, Bradley's mm-hmm. been able to put up points uh, most of the season. They've held teams in the teens. Uh, it'll be a challenge, I'm sure. But uh, playing at your home place, you got to love senior night uh, for a region championship. And no doubt, there's going to be a great atmosphere tonight. Um, our kids are going to be excited to play on senior night, and you know we're looking forward to the challenge. Bradley Central certainly presents to us. You know, this is a this is a, a team that has a lot of history with the Red Rebels. First matchup was way back when in 1928, but uh, really became a regional opponent and, and you know was playing each other every year since 2015. Uh, what have you seen in the evolution of Bradley Central as it's become a region opponent and you get some familiarity that you didn't have before? You know, I think just the test weekend. You know, each year playing those these guys, and there's been a lot of years in the last. Um, I think five or six years probably since they've been in our region that we've played them twice. You know, we played them once in the regular season and again in the second or third round of the playoffs. And, you know, they're, they're physical. That's the thing that stands out to me is just how physical they are. And so anytime you, you, you play a team in region and then you're going to play them again in the playoffs potentially, you know, that that's one thing that weighs on you is just you hope you can come through the game not only with a win but also unscathed. Yeah, and that that's been a a blessing for the Red Rebels through through nine games so far as a, as a fairly healthy football team. You know, talk to you each and every week. You know, any change to the starting lineup, and you're like, no, I think we're good. And I, I like hearing that because yep. that just uh, consistency is key, especially at this level. But coach, uh, you know, we talk about senior night. We talk about a region championship on the line. Uh, what does it mean for these seniors? You know, I, I read a stat earlier in the week. Uh, 136 consecutive region victories, and that may be off by a number or two, but uh, that that spells out that this senior class is looking to complete a region region slate perfect for their four years. What does that mean for this group? Well, I mean, it's important to us, but it's certainly not something we talk about. It's important because it's the next game on our schedule, and I know people probably get tired of hearing that, but we just we don't really talk about streaks. You know, we we don't pay any attention to them. I, I get reminded from time to time um, from Troy Provo Heron at the Daily <laughs> Times that how many how many regions we've won in a row or whatever the case may be. But um, but we seriously just we don't keep up with it. We we don't talk about it to our team, our guys, um, because they all they need to worry about is the next game. And if you do that each week and you go out and put your best, you know, um, your best self on the field, you got a chance to win that week. And if you do that a lot of weeks in a row streaks happen so we certainly hope streaks continue because that means we're playing well but it's not something that we talk about by any means well i you know it gives it gives guys like troy and i something to to beat around on a little bit no but, doubt no but, doubt yeah but, but coach no this is a very special uh group of seniors you know you talk your signal caller he's a senior you know you've got some big time playmakers at the skill positions that are seniors defenders i mean all over the board seems like every year now there's there's key playmakers that are that are coming to the finish line here for for the Red Rebels. Uh, this group uh, a special group. Yeah, we're we're gonna miss this senior group once it's all said and done. And uh, but it's not there yet, so we're gonna enjoy them while we have them. And 
and just a great bunch of guys, great bunch of kids. They've got great leadership in this group, and, and they are the reason that we are where we are right now at 9-0. So uh, I'm proud of this senior class, and, and I'm looking forward to uh, enjoying them again tonight. When the, and the great thing about, uh, again, the Red Rebels and the success that they've had over the years, uh, senior night is a thing in the regular season, but uh, not the last time they'll see uh, Jim Renfro Field. As, uh, as, as whatever happens tonight, uh, the playoffs will come through Maryville uh, in, in next week's matchup. So that's, that's a positive to take. But, Coach, uh, just looking at it, uh, it, is, it is Halloween weekend. It is a costume night for the student section of Maryville High School. I think uh, I think uh, the Red Rebels are going to dress up like defending uh, region champs tonight, and uh, and hopefully stake that claim just one more time. But uh, but coach, what uh, what's the hunt house look like around Halloween? Yeah, so we we actually got to do some trunk or treating last night at Maryville First Baptist, and and uh, my son Cooper was a policeman, my and my. Uh, two daughters. One was Superwoman, and the other one was a llama. So <laughs> we had we had an eclectic group and uh, had a good time, and and are looking forward to the weekend when we get to we get to go enjoy some some more trick or treating and candy and time with friends as well. Did Coach dress up as a coach, or did you did you uh, were you dad? Oh, I was dad last night. That I was away. Coach Hunt. That away. That away. Uh, Coach, uh, just a quick question, a fun question for you. You may have an answer. You may be like Mike Leach and have psychology behind it. Uh, what's your favorite? Uh, what's your favorite uh, Halloween candy? I prefer chocolate over sugar. Over well, you know, just like a like a spree or a starburst. But my favorite, uh, for sure, is um, our Reese cups. Oh, and so, call. if I if I can trade everything I've got for for more Reese cups, then then I'm happy, man. So you being a traditionalist, I say you like the cups over the shapes, right? Like the pumpkins and the trees. Well, I know I'm good with any of them. <laughs> I really am, and the bigger the better, I... as far as I'm concerned. So uh, they all they all taste the same, um, but uh, but they're all they're all my favorite. Well, Coach, uh, I again appreciate your time. I've I've taken you off the reservation long enough. Uh, we'll bring it back to football here tonight. But, uh, Coach, thanks for the time as always. Good luck tonight against the Bradley Central Bears, and uh, and go get that region championship. Hey, thank you so much. And again, this interview with Coach Derek Hunt has been brought to you by the Huddleston Law Firm, local here to Maryville and willing to work for you. We're going to take a break. Listen to these great sponsors when we come back. More of the Everting Orthodontics pregame show right here on Rebel Radio, 105.9 FM, 1400 AM, and streaming at WGAPradio.com. Your smile. It's your business card. It's your approval. It's an expression of your love. Your smile is such an important part of who you are. So when we say simply extraordinary smiles, what we mean is simply an extraordinary you. At Everting Orthodontics, we offer five-star reviews, free consultations, and flexible payment options. With offices in Knoxville, Maryville, and Morristown, we've kept East Tennessee smiling for over 20 years. Visit us today at evertingortho.com. And for everything ortho, remember Everting Ortho.
Welcome back to Rebel Radio WGAP. I'm Wayne Kaiser alongside the calm and collected Mr. Chris Hips. And welcome back to the Twin City Certified in Maryville Game of the Week. Your home for Rebel Sports, Rebel Radio WGAP. Chris, uh, tonight we have hardware on the line. Tonight's Region 2 6A Championship Friday as we host the Bears of Bradley Central. The Red Rebels enter tonight. A blemish-free 9-0 record, the Bradley Bears carry an 8-1 and one record into tonight's matchup. Their lone loss coming just one week ago to the hands of Ray County. A number one seed is at stake. A region crown will be won here tonight. And, uh, you know, I like the Rebels' chances, but as we look to see the final regular season game of 2021 with the Red Rebels, Mr. Hips, how about those Rebels? Well, the Rebels are looking great, and what a important tonight is going to be uh, senior night. And, you know, this crowd has showed up in this uh, rain the student section really showing up over there and all their Halloween costumes. Yeah, it's a it's costume night here at Maryville High School. I've seen everything from Kings uh, to the, the little wiggly blow-up guy. Uh, to, is that what it's called? I wow. think that's the wacky, prof- wacky waving and flitable arm two man. I think that's very a professional name. <laughs> I like the I like the what did I call it? The dancy, the dancy, dancy floppy guy. I see some refs uh, down there. I see refs. I'm pretty sure they probably got like the 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 stick, you know, where they they got the, the a big eyeglasses. Baby. There's a big baby down there. I saw a hot dog, uh, with a taco hat. I felt like that was that was a decision that they didn't make. The guy riding the ostrich, I think, was another key one when we one. saw it. That's another good one. But uh, you know, a lot of stuff happening here tonight. Senior night is going on on the on Jim Renfro right now. It is going yard line to yard line. It is going goal line to goal line. Seniors lined up. We'll, we're going to run through those names uh, just because I think this senior class just has had a huge impact as it does every year. Uh, but this is just from the trainers, dance team, cheerleaders to the football team. Just a lot of different uh, just impact players uh, moving on here. Kaylee May Hembry. Uh, daughter of Heather and David Hembry. These are the trainers. Uh, Claire Jansen, daughter of Sandy Jansen, Andrew Jansen. Uh, Nola Knight is the daughter of Jason and Andrea Knight, and also joined by her brother, Ty Knight. Uh, Julia Tenek, daughter of Nancy and Andrew Tenek, also joined by brother Drew Tenek. Abby Waters, daughter of Joey Waters, joined by brother Zach Waters. Uh, That's your senior trainers uh, here tonight. Is the uh, the crowd's giving this whole senior class yeah, a really big round of applause. Uh, dance team, uh, Laura Crane, daughter of Drew and Holly Crane. Madeline Joyner, daughter of David Joyner and Stephanie and Doug Rink. Uh, also joined by sister Chloe Grace and Molly Rink. Uh, Emma. Michalik. Michalak, uh, daughter of Melissa and Ron Michalak. Also joined by brother Jack Michalak. Uh, that's your dance team, seniors. I don't want to cut you off. Unfortunately, unlike Jude Ellison last year, I don't have all these great stories about each one of these. But speaking of Jude. Hey, you know what today is? Sweet, I'm glad you brought that up. You know what today is? Uh, today is the birth of Jude Day. It is Jude's birthday. Happy Jude birthday, is Jude 19 Ellison. years old today. And if he's anything, if he's grown as much as from the time the season started to Alcoa, uh, he's probably got a full beard somewhere. Uh, using that squatch deodorant, that's not a that's a shameless plug at some rate. But uh, he is a grown man now. And so, yeah, Jude Elson, happy birthday, 19 happy birthday, years buddy. old. The, the senior cheerleaders tonight, uh, Gracie Brock, uh, daughter of Tony and Amber Brock. Uh, Jalen Garcia, daughter of Erica and Baldemar Garcia. Kenzie Green, daughter of Jonathan and Stacy Green. Lauren Myers, daughter of Carrie Jeffries and Aaron and Jessica Myers. 
and then McKenna Wright, daughter of Tammy Wright. That's uh, that's your senior cheerleaders here tonight. Uh, we also have a cheerleader that is uh, is going to be joined by our brother. I think this is this is fitting. Uh, Caroline Cox and Carter Cox, uh, daughter of and son of Lynn and Whitney Cox, uh, senior cheerleader and football player. Carter Cox does a lot on the football field, also a basketball player. Yeah, I think he's a multi-sport athlete here at Maribel. Uh, here's here's some more seniors for the football team. Number 75, Trevor Abdella, son of Mike and Heather Abdella. Uh, number 55, Mike Bethea, son of Shanika Levid and Otis Bethea. Uh, number three, Zach Braden, son of Stephen and Angela Braden. Number one, DJ Burks, son of Jan Burks and Steve Burks. Number 61, Cody Fling, son of Lee and Bobby Fling. Number 19, Markel Fortenberry, son of Paul and Caroline Fortenberry. Uh, number 81, Aiden Greer, son of Scott and Angel Greer. Uh, number 57, Adrian Gum, son of Michael and Stacy Gum. Uh, number 27, Keyshawn, the reigning player of the game, Harper, son of Curtis and Jill Harper. Number 33, Braden Hoy, son of Bradley Hoy and Allie and Clay Collins. Number five, Carson Jones, or C5 as they call him, son of Mike and Christy Jones. Uh, number 12, Carson Jones. Son of Greg Jones and Sherry and Don Flynn. Number 65, Raleigh Knox. Son of Lori Knox and Sean Knox. Number 64, Thomas Lanigan. Son of James Lanigan. Uh, and number six, Noah Linebaugh. Son of the late Daniel Linebaugh. Escorted tonight by his aunt, Mary Linebaugh, and sister, Danielle Onya. Uh, number 67, Damon Morgan. Son of Johnny and Brandy Morgan. Uh, number that's a uh, that's Johnny Morgan. That is Broadway Barbershop Johnny Morgan. So again, thanks to him, and congratulations on uh, your son's graduation. Number thirty-six, Jacob Morris, son of Lily Morris. Number thir or number twenty-five, Jackson Phillips, son of Shane Phillips and Bobby Phillips. Uh, number seventy-four, Sal Cheeto, son of Sal and Karen Cheeto. Uh, number twenty-four, Julius Toto, son of Gafar Toto and Huda Toto. Uh, number ninety-four, Charles Trenum son of Dr. Charles Trenum and Mary Trenum. Number 82, Jace Vincent, uh, son of Chris and Amanda Vincent. Number four, Kate Wheeler, son of Tad and Christy Wheeler. Number 62, Jackson Whitehead, son of Stephen and Jennifer Whitehead. Number 66, Connor Weiss, son of Brandon and Jennifer Weiss. And number 59, Carlos Yanez, son of Jesus and Carmen Yanez. So again, that is your group of seniors for the Red Rebels. And uh, really, uh, the trainers, dance team, and cheerleaders represented here tonight as well. At halftime, the band will have their group of seniors on the field, and we will recognize those those hard workers uh, at that time as well. But uh, but Chris, really here tonight, we as the dance team's kind of doing their their drill out on the the 50-yard line. This is a matchup of two teams that really, over the last few years, it, it's been a little bit of nip and tuck, a little tuck and go uh, here and there early on. Later in the games, Maribel seems to want to pull away. Uh, it seems to be getting the best of Bradley Central. Uh, but tonight, the rain's setting in. It's going to be a slick football, slick football field. Uh, how do you see that playing out here tonight? Well, to me, for Maryville's offense, it's just going to be status quo. I mean, uh, Bradley Central just got gashed last week for over 400 yards on the ground. You know, I, I could see Noah uh, Vaughn having a big game, but also I could see Carson Jones being able to show off them wheels that he shows off every now and then if they start loading the box. And then on the passing game, you know, you don't want to try to force anything, and you want to make sure ball security is key here. So, to me, that's what we got to do on offense side of the ball and on the defensive side of the ball. 
I like the ball hawking and I like the uh, forced fumble opportunity, especially with the uh, big guys up front. You know, Mike Bethea, Keyshawn Harper, Jason Manneker, all them guys live in the backfield. You know, I say it a lot, but you just made that last point. You know, they've got to live in the backfield. They've got to get upfield and make quarterbacks make bad decisions. They've uh, they've made that their business all year long, and I don't think tonight's going to be much different. I think Mike Bethea, I think uh, Braden Hoy, I think Zach Braden could have a big night tonight. He's he's all over the place anyway, and so I think tonight could be this the next step in that opportunity. Uh, but uh, as the uh, the marching Red Rebels are out on the football field, let's take a break. They're going to do the national anthem. When that is complete, we'll be back with more of the Everting Orthodontics pregame show. You're listening to Rebel Radio 105.9 FM, 1400 AM, and streaming WGAPradio.com. Crossover vehicle owners, here's a tire just for you. Stop by Stevenson Tire to see the all-season Yokohama Geolander Geo 55. Loaded with premium technology, like Yokohama's specially formulated orange oil compound for all-season traction and an advanced tread design for a responsive and comfortable ride. The Yokohama Geolander Geo 55 provides more performance, more confidence, and more value. Check out the Yokohama Geolander Geo 55 today at Stevenson Tire. 2411 East Broadway Avenue in Maryville, 983-1621. And get more for your crossover. If you have property to sell or you're looking to buy, call Dwight or Sarah Price at the Dwight Price Group Realty Executive Associates. And they can help with all of your real estate needs. Remember that no one sells more. Call 888-SOLD which is 888-7653, or go to DwightPrice.com. The right home with the right price. Folks, do you want the best mortgage rate and terms available? Go local. Volunteer Home Mortgage is home-owned and home-operated. We're part of your community. When you buy or refinance with us, you're helping local folks who shop locally too. That's Neighbors Helping Neighbors. Call me to see how your local wholesale mortgage broker can help you get the best possible mortgage rate and terms. I'm Lee Franks, Volunteer Home Mortgage, 865-238-7500. 865-238-7500. NMLS 1641325. Whitlock & Company Certified Public Accountants features accounting services for individuals and businesses. Serving Blunt County for over 30 years, everything from income tax preparation services to personalized accounting plans for small businesses and large corporations with over 100 employees for a full range of accounting services including payroll processing, bookkeeping, individual and business tax returns, compilation review and assurance services. It's Whitlock and Company, PC, 375 Fountain View Circle in Alcoa, Tennessee, 37701. Phone 865-984-1040 or 865-981-9638 or visit Whitlock and Company online at whitlockcpa.com. And welcome back inside Rebel Radio here at Maryville High School, Jim Renfro Field. As uh, both teams have kind of made their way, the Red Rebels are walking in front 
of the homestands, a tradition here at Maryville High School that I tell you still still means a lot. I mean, it's just a, it's a cool environment. The the homestand stand, uh, the student section gets live as they go in front of those guys and gals. Uh, but this is a this is a group that uh, done a lot this season. Got a lot left to go as uh, we're entering the end of the regular season. But in Maryville, that just means there's another third. Uh, left to go, but uh, the, I think the sign says it out there. It says, hey, Bears, no need to fight because the Rebels won't lose on senior night. I think that's cool. It's got all, it looks like it's yeah. got all the seniors' uh, names on the on the banner. That's pretty cool. Uh, but look at the, the uniform combination, Mr. Hips. Uh, Rebels in the in the home all blacks. Got the black football pants, red and white stripes on the, on the leg. Got the black jerseys, white numerals trimmed in red, and traditional – Rebel helmet uh, with Rebel script uh, on either side. A really, really good look, clean look uh, as they uh, they enter the field of play. Uh, Bradley Central on the other side. They're in the road whites, the Stormtroopers. They've got white football pants with black and gold stripes on the side. Uh, white jerseys, black numerals trimmed in gold, and a uh, white football helmet has a, like the little spike on the front and then has a number on one side and the Bears word script on the other side. Kind of an interesting look, almost like a throwback uni. Yeah, I like their helmets with the uh, numbers on the side. And it's going to help us tonight. I say maybe that'll help us with some of the numbers tonight, too. It's going to help us tonight, indeed. But uh, three and a half minutes to go in this pregame. The band's still on the field, still doing a little bit of warm-up, so maybe a few extra minutes. But, but Chris, what do you look at tonight as some of the opportunities uh, for each team uh, to have success here tonight? A rainy night here at Maryville but a, uh, a region championship to be claimed here at the end. Well, like I said, I think we've uh, talked about it all week is the amount of rushing yards that Bradley Central gave up last week, and I expect a big rushing game tonight, you know, a heavy dose of Noah Vaughn, uh, Gage Ledoux, Carson Jones. On the flip side of that, you don't want to give up turnovers. You, uh, ball security is going to be very important, especially if the rain starts coming in. It's drizzling right now, so hopefully the bigger storm will stay away. And also, you want to get a big lead. You know why you want a big lead tonight? You want to give the seniors, every senior, an opportunity to get that field tonight and at least get uh, hopefully a quarter, if not more, game action in. Yeah, I, uh, you know, I think that's a, a great point. You want to come out here really clean, not injured, uh, and have an opportunity to take a fully loaded Rebel team into the playoffs. But uh, I want to give a shout-out to Keyshawn Harper's parents. Uh, we talked to him last week about the Beast Mode shirts they delivered here tonight to Beast Mode Church for Rebel Radio. Thanks to those parents, and thanks to Keyshawn for living up to that that mantra, Beast yeah, Mode. That was awesome. I had an incredible family. You know, he was uh, very appreciative of all we've done. And, you know, I love that shirt. That shirt's amazing. And then they, then they came out here. He helped my little boy on Saturday. He was part of the flag football crew. So yes. really excited uh, for that young man. A lot of, lot of good future there for that one. But the, the captains for tonight's game for your Red Rebels, Carson Jones, the receiver, Carson Jones, the quarterback, Jaden McCord and DJ Burks. Uh, for Bradley Central, it's Aiden McClary. That's their quarterback. Gabe Campbell, uh, number 60, Isaiah Arnold, and Josh Hildston. Uh, the coin flip has been had. Looks like Maryville wins the toss. Bradley Central will take the football, so Maryville defers to the second half. Uh, so that's uh, that's been the story. That's a status quo right there. That story of the season, and it usually ends up in a in in a a fine manner for the Red Rebels. But uh, as Jeff Weaver is, uh, he is uh, moist to say the least. <laughs> he that top has seen a little bit of rain. Uh, but he is active nonetheless. He, he's doing some work for the Daily Times. Troy's got him working, and uh, he's doing a great job. Takes great pictures each and every week. 
But uh, do you have any any? Let's absolutely let's hold that. Let's hold your thought. I know it's right there. But we're going to take one last quick break. When we come back, kick off here for Maryville. You're listening to the Twin City Certified in Maryville Game of the Week. Your Red Rebels going for a championship against Bradley Central. We'll be right back. El Jimador Mexican Grill, authentic Mexican food in Maryville, Tennessee for the past 15 years. Open Sunday through Thursday, 11 a.m. to 10 p.m. Friday and Saturday, 11 a.m. to 10.30 p.m. El Jimador offers Monday through Friday lunch specials with their 15 minutes or free guarantee. Call your order in at 865-681-6040 and delivery is available. You'll enjoy a comfortable environment while gathering with family and friends at El Jimador Mexican Grill. Located at 1705 East Lamar Alexander Parkway in Maryville, Tennessee. El Jimador Mexican Grill, a proud sponsor of Blunt County Sports. And welcome back to Maryville High School, Jim Renfro Field, where the kicking unit is out on the field for Maryville High School, deep for the Bradley Central Bears. That's number seven, Finn Mertens, and number eight, Marcus Gorey Jr. So we'll see what uh, Mr. Trenum delivers here tonight. He's normally a touchback machine. Chris. Yeah, we're waiting on the clock. I was trying to see why we were holding. He was sitting there in front. Yeah, so the clock operator, we were waiting on the clock operator. But now I'll, we're ready I'll, for kickoff. I'll tell you, my next biggest challenge, if you're listening out here tonight, I have a huge challenge here tonight. The Braves are playing. Chris is a huge baseball fan, <laughs> and it'll be a hard to sell keeping him off of uh, Hulu or whatever service he uses. But as uh, as advertised, Mr. Trenum puts it out of the back of the end zone. It will be a touchback, and the Bradley Central Bears will set up shop at their own 20-yard line. I just want to point out, I did have an opportunity to might go tonight's game, but I chose my Rebels instead. I think that's – hey, I like that decision. Helps me <laughs> helps me a lot. But, uh, but uh, first and 10, Bradley Central. The ball sits at their own 20-yard line. Quickly out on the field is the Red Rebel defense. Hungry – as always, you see Mr. Manicure out there. All of them really, uh, they've got a towel uh, on, their, on their belt back there just to try to keep those hands dry just in case a ball seems to come their way. Looks like McClary's going to be in shotgun formation. He's going to have two receivers to the right. He's going to give the handoff to number four. Number four gets around the left end. He's going to have room to go. He gets across the 50, across the 45, going to have to get chased down from behind, across the 20, 10, and he is going to run to the end zone on play number one. That's number four, Allen Terry. First down, turns touchdown for Bradley Central, and the Bliss Air scoreboard has just changed. Ooh, that was a quick start, and that was a great run by the running back. What was it, uh, Terry? Terry. I mean, that, and that first cut, I mean, he just made it look easy. Jumped outside, and then he went unscathed down the sideline. Yeah, Jude Ellison just responded to our shout-out. He said he likes Jude Day better than Senior Day. I'm like, well, it's because you get it every year. That's how that <laughs> works. But uh, Jalen Terry is going to score first, strike first for Bradley Central, and they're going to look to tack on the extra point. Looks like number 16, Taylor Dugan, will be the holder. The kick is up, and the kick is good. Number 43 with that kick, Era Rojas, uh, is going to make the score now. Bradley Central 7, your Red Rebels 0. With 11.44 to go, you're listening to WGAP 105.9 FM, 1400 AM, and streaming WGAPradio.com. Your smile. It's your business card. 
It's your approval. It's an expression of your love. Your smile is such an important part of who you are. So when we say simply extraordinary smiles, what we mean is simply an extraordinary you. At Everting Orthodontics, we offer five-star reviews, free consultations, and flexible payment options. With offices in Knoxville, Maryville, and Morristown, we've kept East Tennessee smiling for over 20 years. Visit us today at evertingortho.com. And for everything ortho, remember Everting Ortho. And welcome back to Maryville High School's Skeeter Shield Stadium, where the Bradley Central Bears have struck first and lead the Red Rebels 7 to nothing. Number 82 for Bradley Central will kick this one away. Grant Haney, and he kicks it away deep. No, he kicks a little coffin kick short, and it's going to be caught, fair caught by number 10, Caleb, Caleb Dunford. Caleb Dunford with the fair catch, clean catch, and I think in this kind of weather is a really important piece. But uh, the Red Rebels offense will take over at their own 30-yard line, and it'll be first and 10. Yeah, I think they were just going to try to catch uh, maybe Maryville sleeping a little bit there in hopes the guy would drop it. But Caleb Dunford is one of the starting receivers, and he's very reliable catching yeah. the ball. I mean, he's former quarterback. Uh, he's just got a lot of – he's got a, a really good handle on, on, on carrying the football and dealing with it. Carson Jones going to break the huddle. Uh, he's going to kick out – uh, Jackson Phillips and Markel Fortenberry to the right. Going to have two receivers to the left, and Noah Vaughn to his right hip pocket. He's going to stay in shotgun, move DJ into motion. He's going to fake the handoff to Noah, flip it out to DJ. DJ's going to stretch wide, and he is going to be dropped in the backfield for about a two-yard loss. That's going to be uh, – I'm going to try to see that number on the tackle, but a, a good uh, good pursuit by Bradley Central. Drop the senior for a two-yard loss. Yeah, that was a great play there by Gage Anderson, number one for Bradley Central. He jumped out there, kept uh, D.J. Burks from turning upfield before uh, number 11, Blake Johnson, could come back and make the tackle behind the line of scrimmage for him. Markel quickly gets out wide as he uh, he gets out ahead of the huddle. They're going to have two to the left, one to the right. Noah to his left hip pocket. Carson Jones shotgun formation takes the snap. Handoff to Mr. Vaughn, and he's going to go straight into the line of scrimmage and get just ahead forward, and they're going to say the ball comes out. Let's see if what they say. I think they're calling him down. I think Noah's forward progress definitely stopped. Pickup of three there, so it's going to bring up third down, nine yards to go. And that was number 11 again, uh, Blake Johnson came in there swiping at the ball. But like I said, I think Noah's knee was down yeah. and his forward progress will stop. A little clear clarification. May have been uh, three and three quarters. We'll round up to four. Eric was asking for a different ball in this play. As you can tell, it's getting a little slick out there. Ten minutes, 23 seconds to go. Big third down early in this one as uh, Bradley Central, uh, you know, hit pay dirt on play number one and uh, and really uh, came out on defense looking to get upfield against these Red Rebels. I think Coach Hunt's going to want to talk about it. Change of ball, but uh, maybe change of decision. They're going to take a timeout. Let's take a Lee Franks of Volunteer Home Mortgage timeout with them. You're listening to WGAP and Rebel Radio, 105.9 FM, 1400 AM, and streaming WGAPradio.com. 
Are you ready to think outside the box? If I'm talking to you, then head on down to Smoky Mountain Axe House. Conveniently located in New Midland Plaza in Alcoa, Smoky Mountain Axe House is your one-stop shop for a good time. Veteran-owned and operated and a member of the World Axe Throwing League, so when it comes to throwing axes, these guys can get you up to speed in record pace. Open to the public Thursday through Sunday and booking appointments now. Give them a call, 865-268-5872 or check them out online, smaxes.com. That's S-M-A-X-E-S dot com. Family friendly to all ages and ready to book your appointment today. Think outside the box and get your axe on. What you know about rolling down in the deep when your brain goes numb, you can call that mental freeze. When these people talk too much, put it in slow motion. Yeah. And welcome back to Rebel like Radio on the campus of Maryville High School as your Rebel Red Rebels face a big Third down, third down, eight yards to go. Ball on their own, 32, 10 minutes, seven seconds to go. Carson Tones takes the shotgun snap, wants to uncork it. Long down the right side. Receiver was in the area, but overthrow is Markel Fortenberry. It's going to go incomplete. Bring up fourth down. I like the play call. Try to stretch that defense because they were really getting after it. Yeah, and I mean, that was just covers, good coverage there by Gage Anderson on the outside. He was step for step. You know, they were hand-checking it. I think that slowed down Markell enough where he just couldn't get to the football. Looks like Markell, after that big uh, that big post route, is going to have to get back in pump formation. He's going to stand on his own 17-yard line. Uh, look to kick this one away. Looks like deep for Bradley Central trying to get that number. It's not number four. The kick is away clean. It's a nice kick spiraling. No, that's, uh, that is number seven for for Bradley Central. He he stutters and almost falls on his own, but Finn Mertens, uh, he is taken down at the 26-yard line. That's where Bradley Central will take over first and 10. And yeah, that was just uh, great coverage there by the gunner, uh, number 24, Julius Toto. As soon as he caught the ball, he tried to spin out, and Toto was right there on him to make sure he didn't get anywhere. Well, the thing is, plays like that aren't going to aren't going to function well in the weather that we're seeing here tonight. Again, a damp field and, and a great surface here at Maryville High School, but even the best surfaces, uh, the the slick side you can't fix. Looks like four is going to stay in the backfield for uh, for Bradley Central. That's Terry, number thirteen. McClary is going to be the quarterback. He's going to have two receivers to the right and a little bunch package to the left. They're going to hand it to number four again. Not the same result though. He's going to be dropped in the backfield. Going to be a loss. They're on play number two for Bradley Central. It's going to be second down, maybe 11. Yeah, that was just a big hit there by Peyton Cooper right at the line of scrimmage. Looks like they're going to give him forward progress to the original line of scrimmage. So just be a no gain, second down, 10 yards to go. Ball on the 26-yard line, going left to right here at Jim Renfro. McClary's going to have a little stack set to the left. No receivers to the right. Gonna have a tight end. He's gonna look left all day long. Gonna have to tuck it and call his own number. He's gonna go ahead forward to the 29-yard line. Pick up a three there on second down. It's gonna bring up third and long. And that was our uh, reigning uh, player of the game, Mr. Keyshawn Harper. There uh, came off the edge, saw that he was gonna overrun the play, jump back, and got the tackle from behind. Tripped him up for a three-yard game. They're checking in and out. Uh, they're, they're bringing in bigger and, and smaller offensive linemen, so a lot of different sets here on this front for Bradley Central. But uh, things that don't change, the backfield. McClary and Terry in the backfield. He's going to flip him to his left hip pocket. He's going to take the shotgun snap. A little three-step drop, wants to move. Going to have to take it and run again. And he's going to be caught close by the senior, Carter Cox, and slung into the Merrill sideline. Yeah, that was a uh, 
Jacob Richmond there with Carter Cox to help combine on that tackle and knock him out of bounds. Great and, great pursuit by both of them. And, and the thing is, that's Maryville defense. One catches the jersey, the other one cleans it out. So, uh, yeah, good pursuit, good, uh, good. Uh, I, I guess, intensity to, to, to kind of stay with him, let his uh, teammate come help. But it is going to bring up fourth down, and it will be pump formation for the Bradley Bears. Looks like in pump formation. 51. 51 for Bradley Central. That's going to be Brody Morgan. And he is going to stand at his own 17-yard line. Oh. It is going to go over his head. He is going to try to make something of it. He tucks it, not willing to run. But he is going to keep going, keep going. And he's going to be met by Mike Bethea and a host of Rebels. And that is going to be the big play we needed. The Rebels will take over deep in Bradley Central Territory. Yeah, that was just a bad snap right over his head. And, I mean, we're saying this guy's listed as a – 160-pound offensive lineman. He, uh, you know, unfortunately just could not make any kind of effort because Maribel's surrounding well, defense was right there to get to him. The problem is he needed about a 20-inch vertical yeah. to get that football. It went over his head. Good job to corral it. It, it was rolling right toward the end zone, so saved it for, in some ways. But uh, good job by the Rebel defense just getting upfield, getting after him, and uh, and really giving your offense an opportunity to quick strike here. Ball will sit at the Bradley Central 12-yard line after the muff punt, and it will uh, it will be Noah Vaughn, Carson Jones, and company looking to score quick deep in the Common Sense Pest Control red zone. He's going to move Gage Ledoux left to right across the formation, extends the pocket to the right-hand side, wants to throw it. He throws it. He catches it. Touchdown, Markel Fortenberry. That was just an incredible curl right there by Markel. He had the cornerback on the island, one-on-one, ran him all the way to the post and just turned back around and grabbed the ball. That stretch by him is incredible. One thing is it's belief because Carson Jones, uh, he watched it all the way in. Markell had a guy on him, really, really probably some of the better DB play that we've seen against Markell all season long here tonight. But I'll say this, Markell knows where the ball's supposed to be. He can go get it, and he's longer than a lot of people. So touchdown Rebels and the Bliss Air scoreboard has just changed. Corbin try Price on to attempt the extra point. Charles Trenum to hold. Trenum to hold. The kick is away and over the field house, and it is good. A tie ball game once again as we're just under eight to play here at Maryville High School. Your Red Rebels seven. The Bradley Central Bears seven. We'll be right back. I am Representative Bob Ramsey, a half-century Blunt County football fan. I understand that most of us can't be on the field tonight, but we are a team. I encourage every one of you to take pride in our community and be your best at whatever you do, sports, education, business, or church. I am honored to represent our team in Nashville as your voice in the General Assembly of Tennessee. Best wishes as we work toward a championship year. Thanks for teachers, veterans, and first responder service. Stay in touch. Paid for by Representative Bob Ramsey. Welcome back to Maryville High School. You're listening to WGAP Rebel Radio. And, Chris, it, I'm Wayne Kaiser alongside the Chris Hips. And, and, Chris, probably one of the more electric first four minutes of a football game. Yes, I mean, Bradley Central uh, did perfectly what they wanted to do, score first. But, unfortunately, that punt just turned the tie back to Maryville side now. Well, uh, momentum is a thing. It, it, it stayed with Bradley Central for the better part of the first four minutes. But that last about 40 seconds 
say 14 seconds, according to Mr. Ken Main. Uh, all Rebels right there as, as – Got an opportunity, a break went your way, and what they do, they scored. Markel Fortenberry, the touchdown reception. Carson Jones with the pass, senior to senior. You're on senior night at Maryville High School, but the kick from Charles Trenum, shocker here, went to the end zone, touchback. Bradley Central comes out at their own 20-yard line to set up this first and 10 uh, with an even ball game. Back to zeros here. McClary is going to be at the quarterback position. Terry to his left. He's going to have two receivers stacked up out left side. He's going to hand it to Terry. He's going to try to pick and choose. And uh, the defense pick and chose for him and shoved him into the backfield. It's going to bring up a no gain. Second down, 10 to go. You can definitely tell the uh, momentum and the uh, defensive intensity has turned up for Maribel, especially after that long touchdown run. That was Mike Bethea and – I think that was was that number three. Well, here's the Matt thing Braden. with 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 Maryville's defense, it was a it was a double whammy. You know, yes, Bradley Central scores, but I don't know that it was worth the intensity that it was going to cause the rest of the game as they're trying to get upfield and get upfield quick. But McClary's going to take the snap. He's going to hand off to Terry. Terry gets around the right end, gets a little bit of room, but he runs into a waiting arms of Mister Eight Cannon Johnson. And that was just a. Great effort play there by Kenan Johnson because he was actually getting blocked by two different receivers on the side and actually peeled off both of them to come back and make the tackle. He's going to pick up six there on second down. He's going to bring up third, four yard to go. That's going to be a that's going to be a, a tall task here if they're going to keep it on the ground. Looks like they're going to stretch. Uh, Maryville's going to stay in in basically a base defense. Don't see a ton of pressure coming here. But uh, they do a really good job of disguising it. As McClary's going to take a three-step drop, he's going to have to run for it, spreads the pocket to the left, just looks to throw it away, and it is going to bounce out of bounds, out of harm's way, and it will bring up fourth down, incomplete. Yeah, that was a great play by him. I mean, he it looked like Manneker was going to have him in the backfield, and he was able to roll out. Like you said, he just – I don't think he had a receiver open, and he just tried to force it in, and luckily for him it went out of bounds in the harm – in, in today's offense, though, I feel like it's not over till it's over, but it fell incomplete nonetheless. There was a flag on the play, probably in the area of holding, just based on the extension. But uh, Maryville will decline this. It will bring up fourth and four, and uh, it will be punting formation. Uh, and this has got to be a moment where you just worry about getting it off clean. Yeah, it looks like uh, the quarterback, McClary, now is going to stay in there. That's interesting. As a punter. That's the third game that a quarterback's been also the punter this year that we've played. McClary's going to keep his heels on his own 10-yard line. We'll see. You know, this this always, like I said, each of the previous three, this gives an opportunity for a fake here. So kind of stay at home. He's going to get the, the ball clean. He's going to kick it away. It goes off of his shin, and then is going to get a Maryville bounce and come to rest with some Bradley Central help at the 42-yard line. Bradley Central, 42-yard line's where the Rebels will take over, but another good defensive stand will set up shop the Maryville offense deep in uh, in Bradley Central territory. Yeah, I think that was only like a yeah, 13, 14-yard punt and all. I mean, it was 16. 16. I was going to say, it was a short punt. You could tell, like you said, I think it hit him on the shin and came out sideways right from the beginning. And quickly, uh, the Maryville offense comes back out there. Again, momentum, that timeout earlier may have set the stage for what is going to be a, an aggressive group of Rebels right now. But Carson Jones is going to stay in that shotgun formation. Noah Vaughn to his right. 
It's going to move Gage Ledoux right to left across the formation, stack him up behind left guard. He's going to hand the ball off to Noah Vaughn. Stutter steps, misses the first guy. Second guy gets him wrapped up, and it's going to be no gain on the play. Gets back to the original line of scrimmage before he's dropped by Bradley Central. Yeah, and that was just a great team defense there by Bradley Central. Uh, Noah actually almost broke out. Like you said, he, almost, he got hit in the backfield originally, and you know just by his leg strength alone was able to get back to the line of scrimmage. Quickly back to the line of scrimmage. Two receivers to the left, two to the right as they uh, they set up shop on the Bradley Central 42-yard line. Carson looks to the sideline, talking to Coach Hunt. He gets the signal, makes a change at the line of scrimmage. Steps back into shotgun. 5.42 to go. He takes the shotgun snap, looks to the right. Nothing doing. He's going to kick back left, tucks it, and runs it himself. And he's going to get ahead forward, looks down to the 38-yard line. It's going to be a pickup of four yards on the play. Brings up third and six. Now they're going to give him forward progress down to the 37. Yeah, and that was a uh, – he was trying to set up that screen pass it looked like out to uh, Julius Toto on the edge, but the cornerback uh, out there, Gage Anderson, actually read the play perfectly. So, luckily, Carson, John, or Carson yeah, was able to get upfield and make something out of nothing on that play. And, and you know, his mobility, it's going to be needed down the stretch here as uh, as a lot of teams are going to see what, what Maryville does well and try to take one of those facets away. But he, again, talks to Coach Hunt at the sideline, sees what the defense gives him, makes a change. He's going to flip Noah to his right hip pocket, two receivers to the right. He's going to hand off to Noah Vaughn. Noah goes north and south straight ahead, cross the 30-yard line, and down for a Dwight Price of Realty Executives first down. Yeah, that was just patting Noah Vaughn. He got a full head of steam going right through that hole. I think about three or four uh, Bradley Central defenders there trying to hold on and bring him down. Well, and, and Noah Vaughn, classic Noah Vaughn carry right there, gets the first down, but then falls ahead forward for about two, three more yards. So back to the line of scrimmage are the Red Rebels. Trips to the right, one receiver to the left, big Markel Fortenberry. Look to Noah Vaughn in the backfield. Carson changes, makes a check. Again, I like this set. Get to the line of scrimmage. That way uh, Bradley can't have time to substitute. It's going to take the shotgun snap. A little pitch play to Noah Vaughn. One guy to beat. Spin move, and he is caught just after a couple-yard pickup. Uh, I'll, I'll give Bradley Central some credit. They know they, they know how to tackle. They get, the, get their hands around him, and uh, a lot of success happening right there. Just going to be a pickup of a couple there. Second down, eight yard to go. I will say I think uh, Bradley Central has did nothing but a week of preparation on run defense because the way they're running toward the ball and team effort wise right now is incredible in itself for a team that just gave up 400 yards last week. So I think uh, and they're daring Maryville to throw the ball on them. I mean I, you can see the corners on an island by themselves. I'd say I, it's been a tough week of practice for that Bradley yeah. defense. They've uh, they've probably focused on nothing but run defense. Yeah, they're selling out for the run. Quickly breaks the uh, the few huddles that we have here tonight. Carson's going to have both running backs in there. He's going to float Noah out in the flat. Going to hand to Gage Ledoux. He tries to go off right guard. He's going to pick up a couple. He's going to get down near the 25-yard line, just shy of the 25. It's going to be a pickup of two there. It's going to bring up. It's going to bring up third and about seven. Yeah, that was just another great effort there by Tito Williams, number three for Bradley Central, to come in there. Uh, hit Gage Ledoux right around just prior to the line of scrimmage. And the rest of the uh, Bradley uh, defense there, you know, just to help gang tackle and bring it down to the ground. Gage Ledoux checks out. Noah, or DJ Burks checks in. Carson's going to stay in the shotgun formation. Noah in his left side. He's going to take the snap, roll the pocket to the left, wants to throw. He's going to deliver out in the flat to Julius Toto, and he's going to cross the 15-yard line down near the – 
11, and it's going to be a first down. Let's see where they spot him. They're going to give him the 12. It's going to be a nice pickup there for Mr. Toto, and it'll be a Dwight Price of Realty Executives first down inside the Common Sense Pest Control Red Zone. And just a great RPO call there right there uh, with the inside run. Had the uh, linebackers committed there and left Julius Toto coming off the curl route on the outside. Took a lot of work by Carson Jones. Right-handed quarterback rolling left, threw across his body, did a, did a nice shot there. So good job, Carson. That's what senior quarterbacks do on senior night. Carson's going to change it just one more time. Looks to Noah. And he's going to change it again. Seeing something else. Going to have to maybe call a timeout. Looks like we get one. We get one as it's first down, 10 yards to go. Ball on the 12-yard line. It's two minutes, 25 seconds to go here in the first quarter. Timeout here on the football field. Let's take one with them. A Lee Franks, a volunteer home mortgage timeout. You're listening to Rebel Radio. We'll be right back. Craving some amazing eats today? REO Cheese Wagon features a gourmet grilled cheese selection made to order. Their menu includes some old favorites and unexpected pairings to keep you coming back for more. Voted Reader's Choice Best Food Truck in Blount County, I guarantee somewhere between Nacho Mama and Blackberry Smoke you will find your favorite. Follow REO Cheese Wagon on Facebook so you can mark your calendars on where to find that cheesy goodness each day. Or visit their website at REOCheeseWagon.com. REO Cheese Wagon, grilled cheese with a gourmet twist. I told you long ago on the road, I got what they waiting for. And welcome back to Maryville High School, Jim Renfro Field, where your Red Rebels are setting up shop at the Bradley Bear 12-yard line. I'm Wayne Kaiser alongside Chris Hibbs. You know, just the play clock was running down low. Coaches had to call a timeout. Uh, coming out of this timeout, what do you see from the Rebels? I can see him going back to Noah on this play. And just like that, Carson hands to the Deuce. Deuce goes straight ahead forward. He gets down near the 10-yard line. Going to pick up a couple. It's going to bring up second down, eight yards to go. Yeah, they're just going to keep uh, – they got to soften up the middle of this offense or this defensive line. You know, they're crashing down on each play. That's going to keep leaving them uh, curl routes open. You can see Julius Toto on the far edge. I think the ball might be coming his way on this play. I think you see a lot of motion. You you, you see DJ kind of cutting around back and, and then see Gage Ledoux moving across formations. But uh, As Noah cleans his hands, I think he may see the deuce. Now he's going to look to the flat, try to get it to Toto. Toto's going to take it in the screen game, get across the 10-yard line down near the 7. I think that's going to be it's going to be a pick of about three. Chris uh, – like you've seen this before. <laughs> You'll say you can sign me up for defensive coordinator, but I mean you can see the. Uh, I mean they're giving about a five six yard cushion here to both Markel and Julius Toto. So them quick screen passes, even though it was a short game that time, they'll be there later on for maybe a bigger game here in the next quarter or so. Looks like third down six yards to go as it scored on Mr. Ken Main's stat sheet, but they can get a first down, Chris, inside the three yard line. But I, I don't know. Do you go first down or do you go touchdown? Uh, on this one, I think it's going to be two down territory. I mean, you got them deep in their own end zone anyway. So with the weather, I, yeah, I think weather. you're absolutely right. And it looks like as uh, as we set up for that third down play, Bradley Central says, "You know what? We want to think about it." So they take a timeout. Lee Franks, a volunteer home mortgage, will give you one right here. You're listening to Rebel Radio 105.9 FM, 1400 AM, and streaming WGAPRadio.com. 
Yep, it's that time in East Tennessee. Football time in Tennessee. Hello, friends from Twin City Certified Used Cars, Trucks, and SUVs. If you're in the market for a light new pre-owned vehicle, let Smiley Riley and Twin City Certified in Maribel be the choice. Over 600 pre-owned to choose from. It's auto buying made easy. 865-980-2600 or click TwinCityCertified.com. See you soon at Twin City Certified in Maribel. And welcome back to Maryville High School with 53 seconds to go. I'm Wayne Kaiser alongside Chris Hibbs, and your Rebels are in the Common Sense Pest Control red zone. Ball on the eight-yard line. Chris, again, third and six to go, so inside the three can be a first down. But uh, as you said before the break, maybe two down territory trying to get a touchdown. Yeah, and I, this is one of them times I really like uh, Carson Jones on that QB keeper. Sometimes you can get him to roll out, and if you get him to over-pursue, maybe cut back and try to get into the end zone. As Carson Jones is going to stay in the shotgun formation. Noah on to his left. He's going to look to just corner kick it, and it is going to be for Markell. Does he catch it, yep. Chris? He catches it. Touchdown, Markell. And that was just another incredible catch by Markell. The ball looked to be over his head, and he just rotates around, spins around, and grabs it before he goes out of bounds. Well, and give him some credit. He gets to that corner quick because Carson takes the snap, flat-footed, chucks it to the corner, drops it in a bucket, and Markel Fortenberry, touchdown Rebels, and Chris, the Bliss Air scoreboard just changed. Yes, and like I said, they're going to keep stacking the box, so we're going to have to keep beating them one-on-one uh, -on -one matchups on the edge. Yeah, and, you know, Markel Fortenberry, he's a he's an easy button. When yeah. the weather doesn't go your way, uh, it's always nice to have a 6-4 receiver. Yeah, it's always nice. But uh, touchdown, Corbin Price on to kick the PAT. Charles Trenum to hold. The kick is up. And rain doesn't stop that man, and a kick is good. The Bliss Air scoreboard now reads 14 for the homestanding Rebels, 7 for the visiting Bradley Bears. We'll be right back. Tired of your current job? Looking for a career change? Want to stay home in Blunt County? Then check out the many job openings and company career pages at bluntareajobs.com. Here you'll find complete job descriptions and an easy application process. Don't waste any more time. Get to searching for your next career. You can find Blunt Area Jobs on Facebook and Instagram. And welcome back to Rebel Radio WGAP Skeeter Shield Stadium on the campus of Maryville High School. I'm Wayne Kaiser alongside Chris Hips and Chris a quick 12 seconds, but Bradley Central hasn't answered since. 14 unanswered by the Red Rebels, and really, uh, you know, just uh, just maybe uncharacteristic. The speed of the offense haven't, hasn't been there, but uh, nonetheless, points on the board, kicking it back to the Bradley Bears. Yeah, I think we were discussing that during the break, how we were actually using a lot more game clock than what we normally do, but I think it's also caught Bradley Central off guard a little bit. Looks like Bradley Central deep will have, uh, I believe, number seven and number eight. And that will be Finn Mertens and Marcus Gorey, Jr. We'll see if we kick it to him. Charles Trenum uh, will look to kick it away. He's had two touchbacks tonight so far. Let's see if he can do another. The kick is actually going to be a low kick, going to be returnable. Looks like it's going to be it's going to be Gorey, Jr. He's going to get across the 25, up across the 30, across the 35, and then just really pushing his legs 
and gets up near the 38-yard line before he's kind of come to rest. That'll be where Bradley Central sets up offense, uh, first and 10. Yeah, and that was a good run back there by him. Uh, number 85, Kias Watts, was the first one to hit him. But then also the guy in there that helped out with the tackle was Mr. Charles Trenum. Hey, he gets upfield. He ain't done once he kicks He ain't scared it. to hit somebody. 27 yards on the return for, for Mr. Gorey Jr., but it'll set up their offense a little little farther away from the goal line than they have the last few drives. Number 13, Aiden McCleary. He's a he's a 6'3", 165-pound senior for Bradley Central. He's been there a few years. He's going to take the shotgun snap. He's going to hand it to, to the running back, Terry. Terry goes around left end, gets past the first guy, but can't shed the second. He's going to be dropped at the 39-yard line. Give him the 40. It's going to be a pickup of three on first down, second down, seven to go. Yeah, he got by the uh, outside corner over there, but Zach Braden, like you said, he didn't. He wasn't able to shed Zach Braden, that big tackler machine he is. They've got a big tight end in there right now, uh, Chris. Carter Howard, watch this cat, 6'4", 265. He's a senior. Uh, that's, a, that's a big piece, a big target for, for this offense. We're going to have two receivers to the right, one to the left. No, that's going to be in the quarter. In the quarter is going to hit. The clock hits zeros at the end of one. Your Red Rebels 14, the visiting Bradley Bears 7. When we come back, second quarter action, you're listening to Rebel Radio, 105.9 FM, 1400 AM, and streaming WGAPradio.com. CBD is sold everywhere these days. But only CBD American Shaman guarantees their products. 100% certified organic full spectrum. CBD American Shaman. The most bioavailable CBD with patented nanotechnology. Exclusively at CBD American Shaman with a money-back satisfaction guarantee. Stop by today and try a free sample of the most bioavailable CBD. Guaranteed. Only at CBD American Shaman. CBD American Shaman, the most bioavailable, guaranteed. And welcome back to Rebel Radio WGAP. I'm Wayne Kaiser alongside Chris Hips for your Rebels at the end of one are leading the Bradley Central Bears 14-7. to But, Mr. Hips, uh, scores of interest around the area. Looks like Jefferson County all over Westridge, 12 to nothing, And Science Hill, Dobbins-Bennett, a 7 nothing Hilltopper lead. Science Hill on top of Dobbins-Bennett. But uh, that's that's really – those two games will define who comes to Maryville next week. But Aiden McClary is going to get to the shotgun formation, takes the snap, gets it to Terry. He's going to cut back left, try to make something work. He's going to get a couple more yards and then be dropped. Two-yard pickup there on second down. It's going to bring up third down, six to go. That was a very uh, patient run there by Terry. I mean, it looked like he was going to be stopped at the oh, line no, scrimmage, they... and he was able to juke and jump at least two or three yards. Hold on just a second. We're going to have to replace Ken's chair. You okay, Mr. Main? Had a, had a facilities issue. <laughs> Looks like Bradley Central is actually uh, changing up plays here. They're uh, lining back up. A little sweet play is going to be Terry on, on the end around. He's going to get around the left, but he's going to be short of the first down nonetheless. This is a, a good Hang call. On. I mean, they were trying to catch Maribel, you know, still moving players around, but great coverage there by Cannon Johnson on the side and Zach Braden there to help bring up the tackle. 
as the uh, the first quarter stats again provided by Ken Main, always up to the minute each and every week. Uh, Bradley Central, you talk about 75 yards, uh, 80 on that first yard run, negative five yards the rest of the first quarter. And this is got to be where you got to be careful out on this fourth and one. Fourth down, one yard to go. Yeah, the up man kind of kind of barking some plays, but McClary nonetheless going to get the football, punt the football, a little better punt that time. It's going to bounce end over end, take a Bradley Bear bounce, and come to rest at the 16-yard line. That's where yeah. the Rebels will set up first down, 10 yards to go. Uh, again, nice punt by McClary, really flip field right there. Uh, probably all you can ask for after that. Yeah, that was uh, smart coverage there by the uh, punt team from Maryville. You know, we set, we set up in that play expecting for them to maybe uh, try to fake here. So, you know, that great coverage forced the punt. And like I said, give it back to the offense. Offense going to quickly get back out there. They're going to break the huddle. Going to kick Carson Jones, DJ Burks to the left side of the formation. Going to have Jackson Phillips, Markel Fortenberry to the right. Noah Vaughn to the left hip of Carson Jones. Senior to junior. He's going to hand it to Mr. Noah Vaughn. Noah Vaughn gets north and south quickly. Gets up near the 26. No, up near the 21. And it is going to be a pickup. Let's see what they give him. Pick up a four there on first down. Going to bring up second down, six to go. Yeah, and that was just another great north to south run there by uh, Noah Vaughn. And he met up with Knox Watson and also Gage Anderson there, the linebackers, before he got touched. Yeah, you, you uh, mentioned it a little earlier, the tempo here for the Rebel offense, not the uh, the speed that we've seen earlier, but, again, weather playing a part there. They're going to give the handoff oh. to Noah Vaughn. He puts him on spin oh. cycle, clears the shoestring tackle, gets across the 40, across the 45, across the 50, across the 40, across the 30. Can they get the angle? Across the 15, 10, 5, yes. 4, 3, 2, 1, touchdown, Noah Vaughn. And what incredible blocking downfield there by D.J. Barks, running him side by side with him, took out the last – remaining safety that was trying to come over and cut the angle off. Great, <laughs> great run, though, by Noah Vaughn. Hey, explosive is not the word for that cat, but he just continued that to move. Samsung, I'm telling you, that Samsung spin cycle is just incredible each well, week. I, I feel like the second move of getting out of that shoestring tackle was just as impressive. And then he, then he kind of navigates, because there was defenders in the area, at midfield, at the 30, and then all the way down this sideline. There was pieces there for Radley Central to make it happen, and he just kind of navigated his way all the way to the end zone, and that's a touchdown. Corbin Price looks to tack on the extra point. Charles Trenum continuing to be the holder. He's going to take the snap, hold his down. Kick is up across Cedar Street, and it is good. The Bliss Air scoreboard now reads your Rebels 21. The visiting Bradley Bears 7. We'll be back in just a minute. Mastercraft with a K, renovations. We'll handle all your interior and exterior needs. Kitchens and baths, decks and fencing, flooring and windows, electrical and plumbing, doors and roofs. We do it all, and we do it right. Mastercraft, with a K, renovations. Has 35 years experience and is state certified renovator. We are EPA lead and asbestos abatement certified. We are solid surface certified in granite, corian, and marble. We'll handle all your solid surface needs. Proudly serving all of East Tennessee, call today to get your free estimate, 865-233-7577. That number again, 865-233-7577. And you can visit us online at mastercraftwithak.renovations.com. 
Be sure to like our Facebook page at Mastercraft Renovations. That's Mastercraft with a K, renovations.com. Welcome back to Rebel Radio. The field is wet, but there's a draw streak on it now as Novon lit it up for a big 80-yard touchdown. Last drive, two plays, 84 yards, 47 seconds, all Novon for the Rebel touchdown. I'm Wayne Kaiser alongside Chris Hips, and, uh, and again, Charles Trenum kicks one. It's returnable, the shocking fact there, but again, went by the way of the Rebels. Impressive coverage team gets down there, stops the return at the 16-yard line. Yeah, like you said, that's just incredible coverage there by the special team unit. Got down there, I think, uh, was it number four you said? They got the run up, and they kind of bobbled it at first, and that just gave the perfect opportunity for uh, Cannon Johnson to get down there, stop him, and knock him down at the 15-yard line. As the uh, Rebel defense is already out there, as we are makeshifting uh, Mr. Main a chair, <laughs> we've got stacks. But uh, as, as Aiden McClary is going to get back out there, uh, he's going to set up shop with a two-touchdown deficit to work with. Mr. Terry's going to run blocker. McClary's going to look to throw. He's going to get it out to that big tight end. He's going to get across the 20-yard line up to the 24. It's going to be a pickup of nine there uh, on first down. It's going to bring up second down, one to go. Yeah, that was a like you said, that's a big tight end out there, but there was no quit there in Brendan Hoy, number 33 from Maryville. Hit him and knocked him straight out of bounds. Well, and that that's a that's a big that's an accomplishment because that's a that's a big man from here. So I hate to see him what he looks like down there. But with 9:20 to go here in the second quarter, Maryville leads 21 to seven. Bradley Central facing a second down. They're going to say a long one, short two, uh, here to go. They're going to move that big tight end into the formation. They're going to fake the handoff. No, they're going to give it to Terry. Terry's going to go around left end and be met by a host of rebels. And I don't think he got it, Chris. He's short, it looks like, unless well, this down the one on this side's running up a little bit more. Let's see what they're going to give him. They're going to give the nose of the football just ahead of the 25, so it's still going to be short. Be third down, about a half a yard. They're going to measure. They're going to measure it. I mean, I'm all the way up here, Chris, and I that looks short to me. That's a whole lot better than last week, where I think everything that was close to a first down was a first down. Well. It's better than what was in Knoxville a few weeks ago. Yeah. I mean, I'm not I'm not bitter or anything. Uh, 8.59 to go as they're going to bring the chains out. Both teams go to their respective sidelines uh, and see what's going to happen here. They set it down, spot it. Yeah, so, what do you say, Chris? You say short or got it? I said short. But I, I say short. Yeah, about and a half it's, yard. Oh, it's short. So It's short by about, yeah, half a yard. Looking at a score update while we're trying to keep up with it. West Ridge has scored back-to-back touchdowns and took the 14-12 lead over Jefferson County. Let's go West Ridge. 21-7 uh, here, and it's going to be third down and extremely short. Uh, but I, I, I don't know that they have but one play to call here. I think it's a handoff to Terry. He's been their, uh, he's been their lone successful point here. Like I, I mentioned earlier, he they had 80-yard touchdown run, and they ended the first quarter with 75 yards. So, that one play, and then minus five yards for the rest of the quarter. Yeah, Maribel's selling out to stop the run. You see seven guys at the line of scrimmage. We're going to see what they Ooh. do. They look oh, to push him. the pile. He's they short. stand him up, and they're running in to say they're he's, giving him a great spot nah, if they this, spot it right there. He's putting it down exactly where it just was. They're going to measure again? I think they're going to have to. Where do they set the football down? That's the important part. It's back about the 30. It's exactly half, where yeah. it was. I think you got to measure it again. Yeah, as I say, he did not get any push. I mean, that was, uh, I want to say Frankie Diaz and 
and Graham there for Maribel. Uh, Caleb Graham hit him as soon as he tried to do that sneak. Well, give Frankie Diaz some credit. He got low on that offensive line and really just stood that it stood Bradley Central's own offensive line up in their face. Keyshawn's letting us know it's short. <laughs> We're going to see. <laughs> as they're going to set the sticks, the extension is made. It's short. And it's short. Keyshawn's letting that team know it's short, too. It is just a touch short. This is a big moment for Bradley Central. Again, it is. it was four chain links short the first time. It's two chain links short this time, Chris. Do you go for it? Well, they're setting up like they're going for it. Maribel's playing defense like they're going for it. I mean, do you go back Do you go back to the QB sneak that just got snuffed, or do you try to go back to the shotgun and hand it off and get hit in the backfield? That's one of those. You, you know, and, and again, we're up here. They're down there. They make better decisions. But to me, you punt this one away, live to fight another day. You give Maribel the football anywhere right now, they're going to score. But you give it to them there, they score real quick. Yeah, I don't I – don't, you know, down two scores – I mean, to me, it's one of those, if you're wanting to win this game, you've got to go for it. You can't, you got to risk it. Looks like they're going to risk it. They're going to step back up in shotgun. McClary's going to have Terry to his left hip pocket. And looks like every big body they've got. McClary's going to go straight. He is going to fall Ooh. backwards. Let's see where they spot it. He's, they're going like to give him, short. they're going to give him the full 26 yard line. Let's see, where gonna see if that's enough. That was a big hit though there by, uh, was that Eli Haynes, number nine, came up and nailed him right when he got to that line of scrimmage. You know, this is the third measurement in as many plays, but, uh, you know, give McClary a little bit of credit. Eli Haynes is no small uh, gentleman, and, uh, you know, when he got hit, he rolled off and, and got probably just a couple inches. Uh, that may be the difference here. This one looks a little bit – they gave him a little bit better marking than last time, so this might be even closer. I this might be this, one chain link. I think this is going to be a first down, honestly. Uh, I think all they needed was the yard marker. It looks like he's splitting it right now. He's going to set the chains one more time, extend it. It's going to be a for first sure, down. Yeah. First and down. It was not by much. Maybe the white Ken, line on the Ken, front of the ball. If they had just listened to Ken, he'd been saying it. He's been saying it. 30 seconds. Bet you. But still, what great defensive effort there on three wow. plays. I mean, Making like you said, maybe four chain links is all they got <laughs> on three straight plays. Four uh, chain links is what they needed. They got five there on that last push, but uh, it's going to be first and ten Bradley Bears, and the chain group says they're just happy to see ten yards to go here. McCleary's going to have two receivers to the left, two to the right. Terry to his right. He's going to take the shotgun snap, a little flat-footed pitch. He's going to overthrow big 87, 87 6 four. Needed to be 6-8 to catch that one. Falls incomplete, out of bounds, into the Maryville sideline. It'll bring up second down, 10 to go. Yeah, luckily uh, for Bradley Central there, number 87 is that big character right there because if he did not block out, Cannon Johnson would have probably picked that off. I mean, it went right off fingertips. So they're going to quickly get back to the line of scrimmage. They're going to keep number 87. Uh, that's Carter Howard over here to the left side of the formation. Watch big 87. Looks to be an easy button. They're going to take that snap, look to the right-hand side, deliver out in the flat to number four, Terry. He's going to try to – he's a little tentative on that run, gets upfield, gets about a yard on the pickup. He's going to bring – be taken down, looks like by number 13, Carter Cox. Yeah, that was a great play there by Carter Cox. Saw the screen pass was coming out there, uh, slid off the receiver block and got over there and hit him as soon as he made the catch. And like you said, Terry, uh, kind of lackluster there on the catch. They're going to give him two yards on the pickup. Probably a generous spot, but third down, eight yards to go. Nonetheless, uh, a little bit more real estate to work with. Uh, then they had the last third down attempt. McClary's going to look to the sideline. Again, going to get the play. 
I'm going to step out. He's going to have three receivers to the left. I have uh, looks like a little one-on-one with number seven. Uh, that's going to be Finn Mertens. Yeah, this is where they like to roll out this way with the big tight end. And take a little three, five-step drop. Going to do a little pitch play over the top. Number 16, I think, was the intended receiver. Make the catch. He's going to need the 36. He's going to get about the 38. First down, Bradley Central, 6.50 to go. And that was a great play call there by Bradley Central. Uh, everybody's attention went to the down here to Carter Howard, the big tight end. And then a little backyard uh, back screen onto the other side to number 16, Taylor Dungan. Yeah, and, and that's just, a, you know, that draws in an aggressive defense. It allows, you know, things to come to you, and then there's not a lot of backside help. Clary is going to, again, kind of stretch this field a little bit. Going to have Terry to his right hip pocket. He's going to look to the right-hand side. He's going to have to extend the play. Oh, Jason, Jason. Manneker nearly tackles him in the backfield. He's going to uncork it. It's going to go over the head of everybody. He's going to come to rest out of bounds way down the field. Uh, it's going to be incomplete pass, second down, 10 to go. Uh, that's just great effort by Jason. I see he put his hand on his hip like, what do I got to do here? Because that's twice the quarterback's got away from him in the backfield. But great pressure, like, it's, like you said, it pushed him farther out. By the time he threw the ball, it was already out of bounds. Well, I think he pushed him back. You, you know what I'm saying? A lot of this stuff's timing routes, and it's about where he is in relation to the receiver. I think Manneker pushed him back about five, six yards back into the backfield. But McCleary's going to be staring down a second down, 10 yards to go. He's going to take it, a little two-step drop, delivers out in the flat to Terry, has to corral behind him, and he's going to be caught at the line of scrimmage, maybe plus one, and he's going to be dropped. We pick up just a yard, maybe two. It's going to be second down, or it's going to be third down and uh, eight. And that's just, like you said, good team defense there. Uh, I think uh, Peyton Cooper is the first one out there from his linebacker position. Slow Terry down, and then Jason Manneker and Zach Braden showed up, helped tackle him down. Five minutes, 44 seconds to go here in the second quarter. Ball on their own 40-yard line. Third down, eight yards to go for Bradley Central. If you're just joining us, Maryville 21. Bradley Central, seven. And Bradley Central just doubled their first down output on that last first down with two. Doesn't take much here. McCleary is going to get in the back, or he's going to take the shotgun snap, nearly sacked in the backfield, but he's going to tuck it down, pull his, call his own number, and get ahead forward up to the 46-yard line. Pick up of six on the play, but it's going to bring up fourth down, two to go. Yeah, once again, Jason Menneker right there had the jersey, just couldn't hold on. Maybe it's because the jersey's a little wet. And it's going to happen. It's going to happen. You just keep going <laughs> to the well, Jason. It's going to work yeah. for you. McClary's going to step back, stand on his own 30-yard line. Looks to be going in pump formation because this, uh, this is a long two, uh, fourth and two, and I think that last play kind of dinged him up just a little bit, walking away a little ginger on that one. But uh, looks like Maryville's going to have Markel deep for this one, so they're playing punt. And coverage defense. And McClary is going to kick it away. He's going to kick it away from Markell. Markell stays away from it wisely. And it's going to take a Bradley roll and come to rest at the 22-yard line. So with 4.32 to go, flip the field. Maryville with the football and up by two scores, 21-7 to here at Jim Renfro Field. You're listening to Rebel Radio. We'll be right back. Not satisfied with your current pest control service or looking to get that process started? Call Heath Barberry at Common Sense Pest Control, providing outstanding protection of your health and property while delivering exceptional customer service right here in Blount County. Available services include general pest, mosquito, and rodent control, as well as termite protection and much, much more. For personalized service, call Heath Barberry at 865-389-7412. 
or email info at commonsensepc.com. Again, phone number is 865-389-7412. Also, find them on Facebook at Common Sense Pest Control. And remember, if you want bugs dead... And welcome back to Rebel Radio. And just like that, first down handoff to Gage Ledoux. Started on the, looks like, 24. And second down, we'll, uh, we'll, or the next play, we'll start at the 36-yard line. First down, Gage Ledoux. That's a Dwight Price of Realty Executives. First down. Yes, and another big cut there by Gage Ledoux that broke that uh, run wide open. And, again, the run game can be aggressive uh, here with a two-touchdown lead. Shotgun snap's going to be handed to Mr. Ledoux yet again. He's going to cut back left. Oh. He's going to get across the 40-yard line. I'm not sure the turf monster didn't make that tackle. He's going to get to the 41. It's going to be a pickup of five there on first down, second down, five to go. Yeah, I don't know. Like you said, maybe the turf monster or it could have been the fingertips of Wayne Dalton, the line, or the safety that came down because – that cutback by Gage Ledoux, he had a lot of green space in front of him. He was able to keep running. It's a good name. That's a good name on that kid. But uh, Carson Jones going to stay in shotgun formation. Two receivers to the left, two to the right. Gage Ledoux is going to handle the duties right now. They're going to scoot Jackson Phillips left to right across the formation. Makes you think he's going to run that way. Fakes oh, the handoff to Gage Ledoux. And Markel Fortenberry wide open and off to the races. Strike up the band because that's a rebel touchdown. Touchdown, Markel Fortenberry. Yeah, and that was number 23, D. Reed, the new cornerback uh, that came in. And I don't know if it just slipped down or missed the uh, press there on Markel. But I think Markel it surprised him. Open. Did you see the ball hit yeah. him and it kind of bobbled it a little bit? And I was like, don't do it. And then he, he corrals it in off to the races. I think it but, surprised Carson. You saw him kind of stop for a second on the throw, and then it's like, okay, he's wide open. I can just dart it in. The little stutter step. <laughs> he got the full gallop quickly and into the end zone, raced into the end zone. Another Red Rebel touchdown. 27-7 to is what the Bliss Air scoreboard reads now. Corbin Price looks to add to it. Charles Trenum will be the holder. He's going to dry his hands. Everybody's got one of those towels here tonight. He's going to get the snap. Hold is down. The kick is up. And the kick is doing. Three minutes, six seconds to go here till the half. Your Red Rebels extend their lead 28-7 to over the visiting Bradley Central Bears. We'll be right back. Broadway Barbershop, a Blunt County staple since 1958 and a proud sponsor of Maryville Red Rebel Football. Carico Construction. We are a commercial contractor serving Maryville and Knoxville. Building strong customer relationships is just as important to us as laying sound structural foundations. Our goal is to build your ideal work, storage, worship, or retail space efficiently and cost-effectively. From concept to completion, we'll be by your side, helping you through the often complicated construction process. You can reach us by phone at 865-984-7393 or online at CaricoConstruction.com. That's C-A-R-I-C-O construction.com. Text Carico to 85100 to receive our special offers. Carico Construction. We build trust. Cause you're a natural. I Welcome back to Maribel High School, Jim Renfro Field, where the Rebels continue to score 28-7 after an opening play, 80-yard touchdown run by Bradley Central. All Rebels after that. I'm Wayne Kaiser alongside Chris Hips. And, Chris, uh, it's just uh, it's one of those deals. Uh, when you're having success, just keep the foot on the gas. 
As Chris was, uh, he's a spectator at this point. Uh, as, as Bradley Central, the kick is returnable, and he tries to get upfield on us. I just get more impressed every time I watch Charles, uh, Charles. It's like he knows when it's short, so he's the hardest running guy down the field. And I mean, that's probably at least his third tackle tonight. From your from your uh, kickoff. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. You <laughs> left me. I, I teed it up. I laid it out there. Floated it, and it hit the. Dirt. I'm sorry. And I would hit. I'm dirt. just like I said. I was impressed by the effort there by the kickoff specialist. It's like I used to tell Jude. They can't see you nodding, Jude. <laughs> they don't know when you're nodding. But anyway, it looks like Bradley Central is going to bring the offense back out. 2:56 to go until half. Chris, I think the biggest offense right here is keeping it away from Maryville's offense. 2:56. You don't want to give it back because the Rebels get it to start the second half. Yeah, I mean that would just uh, be an even bigger dagger than the last, you know, three-play drive was. Looks like McClear's oh, going to look to throw. It's picked off by number 44. That's Peyton Cooper. And Peyton Cooper is going to set the Rebels up. We talked about it. Keep it away from the Rebels. Yeah. That's not going to help. Peyton Cooper picks off McClary, and it's going to set up Rebels deep in Bradley Central Territory. Ball's going to sit at the, the Bradley Bear 34-yard line. Yeah, and that was – I don't know what happened there for Bradley. They had a guy running a slant pattern and a guy running a curl, two receivers in the same area. And Peyton Cooper just playing his position, you know, undercut it perfectly, made the interception. Well, and, and, and you know, give Peyton some credit. He, he, he ball hawked it nonetheless, but McCleary has, has floated his passes tonight. So there was air under it, and uh, Peyton snagged it. So offense back out on the field for the Red Rebels. If you, uh, if you took a bathroom break, uh, you missed it. <laughs> but uh, it's going uh, to be first and ten Red Rebels. Carson Jones, traditional shotgun. Gonna have looks like Noah Vaughn to his left. He's gonna take a little three, five step drop, delivered over in the flat to Noah Vaughn. He makes the first guy miss. Gets upfield, will not go out of bounds, and he is gonna be brought to rest at the 20. I'm gonna say the 29 yard line. They're gonna say he stepped out at the 29. Yeah. Pick up a five on the play. Second down, five to go. That was a, that was a great catch though by Noah. He had to turn around, grab it, and then turn back around. And the first guy was right there on him, but he slid right out of that tackle. And unfortunately, like you said, he stepped out of bounds. Second down, five yards to go. Carson looks to the sideline, gets the play from Coach Hunt. The receiver's looking too, so maybe maybe looking to to drive this one down. Carson's gonna make this make the change. Let's know and know what the change is. He's gonna get the snap. Little three-step drop, looks to Noah, delivers out in the right flat, and he's off to the races. 30, 25, 20, and he is going to be taken down by a couple Bradley Bears at the 14-yard line. He rips into the Common Sense Pest Control red zone, Chris, and that guy in space is scary. I just want to point out, I mean, Gage Anderson, number one for Bradley Central, is listed at 220. Knox Watson, other linebackers, listed at 200. And Noah Vaughn dragged both of them at least two or three yards. Yeah, he was doing the what, – what do you call that that drill where you just get people on your back? And like a just crab crawl. Walk. Like a crab crawl, two to three extra yards. It was tough. But uh, looks like we're going to flip script a little bit. Moves DJ to the right of the formation. It's got Markel up top. Looks like he's going to get one-on-one. Carson looks says, are you going to switch? All right. Moves Gage Ledoux right to left across the formation. He's going to take the shotgun snap. Fakes the handoff to Noah Vaughn, delivers in the flat to Jackson Phillips. He extends for the pylon. Does he get it? He gets it. Touchdown, Rebels. That was a perfect play because you saw the safety jump out, try to watch Markell on that play because I think when Carson looked that way, and it left Jackson underneath perfectly and outran the uh, linebacker. 
and the effort just to go right over the pylon with it. Yeah, Jackson Phillips extended all 5-9-195 for the pylon, and it paid off for him. The senior scores a touchdown here on senior night, and the Bliss Air scoreboard has just changed. 34 for you Red Rebels, 7 for the Bradley Bears. Corbin Price looks to add another. Charles Trenum will hold. That's a good combo here, Mr. Hips. As the snap is made, the hold is down, and the kick is away. It's a high one, and Chris? It's good. It's good. It's good. Corbin Price adds two, and the Bliss Air scoreboard now reads the Red Rebels 35, and the visiting Bradley Bears a one-play, one-strike, seven points on the board. You're listening to Rebel Radio. We'll be right back. Lee Franks with Volunteer Home Mortgage in Maryville. And, folks, it's finally fall. With cooler temperatures, shorter days, football, and pumpkin-spiced mortgages and refis from Volunteer Home Mortgage. Rates are at historic lows, and buying or refinancing now could lock in the lowest rates in decades. Call me and let's see how we can save you money. I'm Lee Franks, Volunteer Home Mortgage, 865-238-7500. That's 865-238-7500. NMLS 164-1325. Welcome back to Rebel Radio WGAP. I'm Wayne Kaiser alongside Mr. Chris Hips. 35 unanswered points, Mr. Hips, as the Rebel offense has exploded. This last score coming off the Peyton Cooper interception and then really turned it into a Jackson Phillips touchdown. Big time plays uh, by both sides of the football right now, and it's all Rebels here at Jim Renfro. Yeah, I think you uh, answered it perfectly a while ago when you said, do you want to try to give the ball back to Maribel? And then one play later, Maribel had the ball. If, if you're a family feud guy, survey says, <laughs> eh, so I'm going to do that. I'm going to take a guess on this drive and say they're going to probably play more conservative and try to run it, especially with the fact Maribel only has one timeout left in the half. <laughs> as soon, you knew where I was going with that. As soon as you said they're going to play conservative and run the football, I looked at the timeouts remaining. I'm like, well, that – all the time doesn't stop Maribel. So with 148 to go, you're going to see Bradley Central come out here, and I think it's going to be in damage control. I think they're going to try to give it to Terry left, give it to Terry right, and if that don't work, McClary will keep it himself. But I don't see this thing going in the air. That's just my opinion. 35 to 7, 148 back. to go. New running back Knox in the game. Watson, A bigger two. running back, number two. Knox Watson's going to go out in the flat. Not going to have it. They're actually going to throw it to Terry, and uh, he was going to try to take it on one bounce, but the refs are pretty good here tonight, and they're uh, they're going to catch that incomplete 142. Playing into huh? the hands of that one timeout, buddy. I was going to say, uh, I was not expecting them to go for a pass on that play, but unfortunately the drop does not work for them in that effort. It, uh, You don't have to burn a timeout. Looks like McClary's going to try to flip out. They're going to have two receivers to the left, two to the right. They've got Terry, their speedy running back, out in the flat. They're going to have that with Knox. Watson. Knox yeah. Watson. I like that name. McClary's going to drop a little three-step. He's going to extend the play. He's going to be harassed and chased. He's going to try to sling it. And the closest receiver is 16, but the, the closest guy that saw the football was the Rebel sideline. And yeah, that was just great uh, effort there by Manicure and Mike Bethea. Uh, Make sure I get the whole host of rebels, yeah, really. Braden Hoy, all three of them were rushing him and got him all the way rolled out. And like you said, a right handed quarterback trying to go across his body to the left. So, why doesn't he just slide down there, Chris? That second throw that stops the clock again. Minute 36 to go. They've, they've wasted an entire 12 seconds in their two plays. Plays in the hands of Maribel, if you ask me. 35 to 7. Again, McCleary's going to look to the sideline. Uh, you know, I wouldn't put it out of their. their 
wheelhouse to throw this. They're going to hand it to Knox Watson. He's going to run straight ahead forward. He's going to get across the 25. They're going to give him the 27, pick up a seven there on the play. Merrill was like, let me use that last time out now. And, and you know, they've they've done it to themselves. <laughs> as uh, as third down is going to turn fourth down, and it is going to be a uh, an opportunity probably for the Rebels to see if they can't add more to this score. But as they take a timeout, let's take a Lee Franks of Volunteer Home Mortgage timeout with them. You're listening to Rebel Radio, 105.9 FM, 1400 AM, and streaming at WGAPradio.com. Well, it's finally fall, and now's the time to refinance your home mortgage. If you've purchased a home in the last few years, gotten a divorce, gotten remarried, need to pay some bills or make home improvements, or you just need to save some money each month, Call me, Lee Franks, with Volunteer Home Mortgage at 865-238-7500, and let's run some numbers. Rates are at historic lows, and we might save you some money. I'm Lee Franks with Volunteer Home Mortgage, 865-238-7500, NMLS 164-1325. Welcome back to Rebel Radio WGAP with a minute 30 seconds to go here in the second and the Rebel offense is about to get another crack at it. Markel Fortenberry deep in pump formation and looks like McCleary will handle punt duties from here on out. He's going to take the high snap, handles it, kick is away. Weird wobbly kick, but it's going to take a Bradley central bounce and it's going to rest and roll and come to a stop at the 35-yard line uh, for the Red Rebels. That's where they'll get first down, 10 yards to go. Minute 16 seconds on the clock, Chris. In the words of Rebel offense, plenty of time. Yeah, I mean, you could tell Markel was kind of beating himself. He's like, my bad, because he was wanting to take that one. But I think with the gunners right there at him, especially one of his own guys right there at him, he thought it was best just to let it fall and roll a little bit. So, so again, looks like weather has, has – it's damp out there. It's wet. But uh, a lot of the umbrellas and a lot of the coverings are down. So, uh, I think everything's at your disposal right now. Throwing the football, running the football. And I think you're going to start with a probably a heavy dose. Let's see where number two is. Looks like they're going to move Jackson Phillips left to right. And it's going to be a little five-step drop, a little screen pass to, to, to Gates mm. Ledoux. He's going to try to spin out of the defenders and not going to get there. He's going to get a one-yard loss on the play. Gonna bring down second and eleven. A lot of lot of uh, Bradley Bears there on the defense. Yeah, that's just great they, recognition. They saw that coming. Was right there to make the tackle. Running going quick mode. Running tempo nonetheless. Looks like without timeouts, Carson's gonna have to spike it there on second down. I think that spells one thing, Chris. We're we're about to see us go downtown. Yeah, I see them bringing Noah back in. You know, this is where we like to do that quick screen out to Noah or DJ, especially on that slant play. Yeah, Gage Ledoux checks out. Noah Vaughn checks in. So let's talk personnel here. We've got DJ Burks, Carson Jones here to the left of the formation. Going to have Markell up top. The, uh, of course, the always physical offensive front for the Red Rebels. Uh, Noah Vaughn in the backfield. Carson Jones going to spread Jackson Phillips out there with DJ and Carson. I like DJ and uh, Jackson Phillips on that curl right that he does really well. I think we're going to see where the DBs bite right here. Carson's going to be in shotgun. He's going to take it. A little three-step drop. He's got some pressure coming. Going to have to step up in the pocket. Delivers out in the flat. Markel Fortenberry with one man to beat. And give that defender some credit. He wraps up Markel and drops him at the 36-yard line. And that's going to be that's going to be no gain. 
Time yeah. out, Bradley Central. That was just a great individual tackle there by Tito Williams, like you said, uh, right there as soon as Markel caught it and took him down. Yeah, that's that's really good defense for Bradley because I, I think Maryville came out with the teeth out. You know, they were they were looking to push it downfield and uh, just, just got upfield and made Carson kind of have to step up and, and mess the timing up. Yeah, it looks like they're maybe wanting to go for a pump block. Um, you know, on this one is one of those you just want to make sure if you're Markel, get it down. Hunt it, you know, if you can get it out to the out-of-bounds line, that'd be great, you know, because you're, you're going to have to force that offense and not give up a big punt return is what you don't want to do here. Yeah, and, and again, give give Maryville some credit. You know, one breakdown on play number one for Bradley Central, and it's been all gas, no breaks from that point on. Uh, 35 unanswered points. We've talked about that all night. But with 43 seconds to go, uh, Bradley takes the timeout. Maryville's coming out in pump formation. and I think you, I think you hit it on the head. They're looking to get after it. See, it's like they're they're gonna run in Mike Bethea there on on uh, on punt duty. I think that's just to keep some uh, keep some pressure off Markell. Yeah, they got everybody at the line of scrimmage. There is no man deep for Bradley Central. Markell stands at his own 21 yard line. The snap is away. It's a low one, but Markell the length gets it away. It's a nice punt. It's gonna take a Maryville bounce. And it is going to go down. It's going to continue to roll, and it's going to come to rest at the 29-yard line. Good kick by Markell. Good patience to get that one away. Smart. Bradley Central. Smart coverage, too, because as long as the ball keeps moving, even to the slightest, they will not blow the whistle unless somebody touches. So, Maryville just stood there and waited, made the uh, refs make the call. And uh, probably probably saved them or cut a couple more seconds off that clock. 27 and a half is what the whistle blows dead. And that's what Bradley Central is going to have to work with is that's what's remained in the second quarter as we head to halftime. Uh, again, a, uh, a tale of uh, just really uh, weather's played a part. I think intensity has played a part. And I think uh, opportunistic on the defensive side for the Red Rebels has played a big part. Seven of those points coming after a big-time Peyton Cooper interception. So now you have a choice. Are you going to play just to go to half? Are you going to try to take a deep shot on this Maryville defense? I don't think you take the time out if you're not going to take yeah. a shot. I mean, you got three receivers on one side. Why not try to throw it up? But you can see Maryville is countering with a big Markel Fortenberry out there at corner. Yeah, they're, they're going to play a big-time zone. McClary's going to look right, throw back left. You know, receiver's number eight. He's going to get it, get upfield, tries to get out of bounds, but does not. And he is going to be stopped at the 31-yard line. That's going to be a pickup of three, and, and number eight's down. I'm Number watching uh, Marcus Gorey Jr. He is down. He's kind of holding his leg. Looks like maybe a cramp there, Chris. I'm watching the Harpers down here in front of us. Uh, Keyshawn, I don't know who the offensive lineman was out, out here trying to block him, but he blew that play up and made the tackle. Yeah, Keyshawn, when he gets in that beast mode that the T-shirt says, uh, Keyshawn's a, a man uh, that I don't want to have to be on the other side of. I like wearing the same jersey that he wears. Yeah, hopefully it's just cramping there though for number eight, uh Marcus Gorey Jr. Since since we've got the 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 little bit of an injury timeout, I actually think uh, Bradley are they going to take their last one? Well, they're going to burn their last one. So uh, we're we're going to take a moment, have a moment of silence for Mr. Ken Main's chair as it uh, as it bit the dust earlier tonight. But we will uh, we'll have a moment of silence at this timeout. That's a Lee Franks of Volunteer Mortgage Home timeout. You're listening to Rebel Radio. We'll be right back. If you have property to sell or you're looking to buy, call Dwight or Sarah Price at the Dwight Price Group Realty Executive Associates, and they can help with all of your real estate needs. Remember that no one sells more. Call 
SOLD, which is 888-7653, or go to DwightPrice.com. The right home with the right price. back. The moment of silence has been had. Uh, Kim's using parts of it as weapons now, so it's always fun in the press box, but 15 seconds to go until half. McClary's going to roll the pocket to the right. He's going to try to chuck it. He's got a receiver, and he overthrows number seven, Finn Mertens, and uh, that's going to be incomplete, so they'll have another strike at it. 8.6 seconds. It's going to be third down, eight yards to go. And that was just another individual effort there by Jason Manneker. I mean, he took on two offensive linemen Pushed them both back and was right there in, in the quarterback's face, uh, forcing that errant throw over the wide-open receiver. Well, and I really think it, it's one of those situations. Maryville's playing the defense that uh, you may get 10, 15 yards out of this deal. You may get it, but you're not going to get behind us. Yeah, we got four defensive backs standing around the 50-yard line right now. Yeah, it's just a matter of uh, you can have a big play. You're just not going to have that big of a play. McCreary's going to deliver out in the flat on, on that third down play. He's going to get it to number two. It's going to be number two, Knox Watson, and uh, he is going to run himself out of bounds. Ball at the 36-yard line. It's going to bring up fourth down, three to go. So, I mean, they're they're being smart. They're trying to make something out of nothing, and you're running the clock out, which ain't going to give the uh, ball right back to Maribel before yeah. halftime. I, I'll be honest. I think the coach was a little frustrated until he looked up at the clock and knew that uh, he, he, he was good to go because Knox Watson, uh, he stopped the clock his, on, his, on his own. McClary's going to take the snap. He's going to roll the pocket to the right. He's looking downfield, going to deliver out in the flat to 18, and 18's just going to run out of bounds. As the clock hits zeros, that's the end of two here for Maryville High School. Your Red Rebels lead the Bradley Central Bears 35-7. to We'll be right back with the Whitlock & Company PC Halftime Show. You're listening to Rebel Radio. We'll be right back. Whitlock & Company Certified Public Accountants features accounting services for individuals and businesses. Serving Blunt County for over 30 years, everything from income tax preparation services to personalized accounting plans for small businesses and large corporations with over 100 employees for a full range of accounting services including payroll processing, bookkeeping, individual and business tax returns, Compilation, Review, and Assurance Services. It's Whitlock & Company, PC, 375 Fountain View Circle, in Alcoa, Tennessee, 37701. Phone 865-984-1040 or 865-981-9638. Or visit Whitlock & Company online at whitlockcpa.com. If you own a SUV or light truck, finding the perfect tire just got a whole lot easier. Let Stevenson Tire show you what the Yokohama Geolander HT Geo 56 can do for your daily drive. Thanks to an advanced all-season compound and unique tread features, it's one of the longest-lasting light truck tires on the road. And not only is it built for exceptional all-weather handling, but it's also designed to provide an amazingly quiet and comfortable ride. All this and a mileage warranty up to 70,000 miles. Check out the Yokohama Geolander HD Geo 56 at Stevenson Tire today. 2411 East Broadway Avenue, Maryville, 983-1621. And see what could be the perfect tire 
for your light truck or SUV. El Jimador Mexican Grill, authentic Mexican food in Maryville, Tennessee for the past 15 years. Open Sunday through Thursday, 11 a.m. to 10 p.m., Friday and Saturday, 11 a.m. to 10.30 p.m. El Jimador offers Monday through Friday lunch specials with their 15 minutes or free guarantee. Call your order in at 865-681-6040 and delivery is available. You'll enjoy a comfortable environment while gathering with family and friends at El Jimador Mexican Grill, located at 1705 East Lamar Alexander Parkway in Maryville, Tennessee. El Jimador Mexican Grill, a proud sponsor of Blunt County Sports. Your smile. It's your business card. It's your approval. It's an expression of your love. Your smile is such an important part of who you are. So when we say simply extraordinary smiles, what we mean is simply an extraordinary you. At Everting Orthodontics, we offer five-star reviews, free consultations, and flexible payment options. With offices in Knoxville, Maryville, and Morristown, we've kept East Tennessee smiling for over 20 years. Visit us today at evertingortho.com. And for everything ortho, remember Everting Ortho. Are you ready to think outside the box? If I'm talking to you, then head on down to Smoky Mountain Axe House. Conveniently located in New Midland Plaza in Alcoa, Smoky Mountain Axe House is your one-stop shop for a good time. Veteran-owned and operated and a member of the World Axe Throwing League, so when it comes to throwing axes, these guys can get you up to speed in record pace. Open to the public Thursday through Sunday and booking appointments now. Give them a call, 865-268-5872, or check them out online, smaxes.com. That's S-M-A-X-E-S dot com. Family friendly to all ages and ready to book your appointment today. Think outside the box and get your axe on. I am Representative Bob Ramsey, a half-century Blunt County football fan. I understand that most of us can't be on the field tonight, but we are a team. I encourage every one of you to take pride in our community and be your best at whatever you do, sports, education, business, or church. I am honored to represent our team in Nashville as your voice in the General Assembly of Tennessee. Best wishes as we work toward a championship year. Thanks for teachers, veterans, and first responder service. Stay in touch. Paid for by Representative Bob Ramsey. Craving some amazing eats today? REO Cheese Wagon features a gourmet grilled cheese selection made to order. Their menu includes some old favorites and unexpected pairings to keep you coming back for more. Voted Reader's Choice Best Food Truck in Blunt County, I guarantee somewhere between Nacho Mama and Blackberry Smoke you will find your favorite. Follow REO Cheese Wagon on Facebook so you can mark your calendars on where to find that cheesy goodness each day. Or visit their website at REOCheeseWagon.com. REO Cheese Wagon, grilled cheese with a gourmet twist. Yep, it's that time in East Tennessee. Football time in Tennessee. Hello, friends from Twin City Certified Used Cars, Trucks, and SUVs. If you're in the market for a light new pre-owned vehicle, let Smiley Riley and Twin City Certified in Maribel be the choice. Over 600 pre-owned to choose from. It's auto buying made easy. 865-980-2600 or click TwinCityCertified.com. See you soon at Twin City Certified in Maribel. We all come from any walks of life, but no matter where you come from, the Blunt Partnership's goal is to always ensure you and your business are our top priority. In Blunt County, you are family. In the foothills of the Smoky Mountains, there is no greater place to plan a business and raise a family. We'd love to pair up with you and plan for the days ahead. Here, you can have it all. 
at BluntPartnership.com. But only CBD American Shaman guarantees their products. 100% certified organic full spectrum. CBD American Shaman. The most bioavailable CBD with patented nanotechnology. Exclusively at CBD American Shaman with a money-back satisfaction guarantee. Stop by today and try a free sample of the most bioavailable CBD. Guarantee. Only at CBD American Shaman. CBD American Shaman. The most bioavailable. Guaranteed. And welcome in to the Whitlock and Company PC Halftime Show. I'm Wayne Kaiser and joined in the booth by Mr. Troy Provo Heron of the Daily Times. Troy, how's, how's it going, man? This is a, you know, I'll tell you, we talked about it, you know, comparing this thing to a boxing match. Mm-hmm. One big swing by Bradley Central and a lot of landed blows by, by Maryville High School tonight. Yeah, and it kind of even feels like Bradley Central's not even putting their arms up to try and defend themselves. Well, they're using their timeouts. I'll true, say that. That's true. Uh, they're, they're using every avenue that we, we can show them on the on the scoreboard. But uh, but what it looks like at the end of it, if you look at statistical breakdown, again, provided by Ken Main. Uh, Ken Main has decimated a chair here and continues to to get us up to the minute score. So appreciate everything he does here for Rebel Radio and Maribel High mm-hmm. School. Uh, 35 to 7 is what the scoreboard reads. That's what you'll see on Coach T and everything else. But the in- interior breakdown, uh, Noah Vaughn, Six touches, 99 yards, and a touchdown, 80-yard long to match uh, Bradley Central's production. Gage Ledoux, three touches, 21 yards. Carson Jones, a quarterback keeper, one for five. Zach Braden, uh, one for one. And then D.J. Burks kind of had some uh, some wildcat situation in there. Uh, on the receiving side of things, four catches, 80 yards, and three touchdowns for Markel Fortenberry. Uh, the length is in his favor uh, here tonight, and he has made advantage of it. Uh, Noah Vaughn, two catches, 20 yards. Julius Toto, two for 15. And then Jackson Phillips, one for 14 yards, and he stretched for a touchdown. Mm-hmm. Good job by Jackson Phillips. He's always the utility man uh, on this offense. But, man, when his number's called, that's a worker, man. He's always full throttle. I love what he does for this program. But if you look at Bradley Central, at the half, 29 plays, 134 yards. Like I said, the first play from 80. scrimmage, 80 of that. Uh, so 96 on the ground, 38 through the air. And really, Jalen, uh, Jalen Terry, uh, he's like their lone production there. He's got eight eight touches, 96 yards, and a touchdown. Really, really the only thing to speak of there for Bradley Central. What have you saw, uh, again, because you're, you're mobile. We have these cords yeah. that hold us in. Um, what have you seen from the intensity on the sideline here for the Red Rebels? And then Bradley Central, like I said, just continue to uh, glutton for punishment on the other side. Yeah, I, I, you know, and I spent most of the week with Maryville, and, and you know, they did a very, made it very obvious, like, hey, we're not here thinking about region championships or anything like that. I mean, obviously, you go for 21 in a row, and it's a streak that's lasted longer than any of these kids. <laughs> Have been alive. I just want you to know. I don't know if you heard it because you're a busy man. Yeah. But your name was actually mentioned in the Coach Derek Hunt show today. Because Derek, Derek likes to remind me that I'm the only person who reminds him of those stats. Well, I, I was. And he dislikes. I was he dislikes this, this time. Week. <laughs> yeah. He, he dislikes every time these these types of weeks come up because I mentioned to him about 50 times. I think he gets tired of me. It's the only time he gets tired of me all year. But, but I will say the kids have looked focused. They they look like they know it's on the line and. And you mentioned, you know, Markel three touchdowns, Noah's touchdown. I think the thing that stands out to me most about this team this season is Maryville is always extremely efficient offensively. But what they've managed, what these kids do is they make 
really, really tough plays that make them even somehow more efficient. I mean, Markell's catch there in the corner is unreal. Noah's 80-yard touchdown where he spins off a guy and stiff arms a guy and then outruns everybody down the field is unreal. And well, we, they have some know, really special, special players well, this year. And Chris and I talk about it. In the, in the age of name-image likeness, I mean, Noah's got a one-way ticket to like Samsung, Frigidaire, one of those spin cycles that we can just, you know, he, he is some appliance waiting to happen. If he is not a Mr. Semifootball fin- uh, Mr. Football semifinalist uh, in the next week or so, I will be absolutely stunned. Actually, if, if it doesn't happen, I will drive to Murfreesboro myself <laughs> and yell at somebody for Noah. I'll be honest. I, you know, we've been talking about it off air for, for weeks and weeks, you know, and, and maybe he's getting back channel looks, but uh, this is a kid that I, I don't, you know, you don't hear a lot about the looks that he's getting from the yeah. next level. And, and I, I know he's he's not necessarily the tallest back, but I mean, you talk about versatility and ability to catch out of the backfield and be explosive. I mean, he may be one of the better ones that we, we've been able to cover. Yeah, I mean, I think he's I think he's the best running back at Maryville that I've covered for sure. And I know he is talking to a lot of schools. I just don't think he makes that public because I think he's focused on this season and what they can accomplish. And I give him a lot of credit for that. A lot of high school kids can't do that. But um, I mean, uh, if, if it's on his resume, he is a two-time Smoky Mountain Axe House player of the game right here. <laughs> Maybe three. Right now Markel's got it today. Bring back uh, Mr. Chris Hips. Chris has been – he has been the worker for, for Rebel Radio. Uh, we, we talked about it pregame that we were going to get the seniors' names for the, the marching band for the marching Rebels, and uh, and he went over there. As as Coach Burns was reading the names, uh, he was he was scrolling with him and, and getting pictures on his phone. So, Chris, uh, welcome back. Uh, got Troy in here to give his uh, synopsis on the on the matchup. But uh, how you doing, man? Doing good. We have uh, we have had the opportunity, and, and again, this game has went in a, in a way that we haven't been able to really give the credit. Ario Cheesewagon has done a great job all season providing the press box food here. Uh, and, I haven't eaten yet. Yeah, but it's it's coming. Eat. It's coming. We've got pimento cheese. We've got the Ricky Ricardo. We had a new one that's only I guess around this Halloween timing. It's uh, well, ain't, ain't afraid of no goat. Yeah. And it literally said that any, any English teacher, that is exactly what, that's exactly what it said. It wasn't wrong. Coach Burns still wants to know that question. I'm I'm doing a little recon. I'm pretty (laughs) sure it's Tyler Maples, but I got, I want to confirm that. He he probably is Mr. Ken Maine. He's the, he's the historian. We're, we're, we're going through the Rolodex here, (laughs) but, uh, but, uh, Talking, uh, went went out on, in the uh, community this week, uh, Coach Burns. Coach Burns is over here. We're talking to him a little bit. But uh, went out in the community this week, did an eighth grade thing at uh, at the Hilton, like a little uh, little career sponsorship thing. And I'll say his uh, his swag, like the, the hoodies and different things at Maryville Junior High, it was tops. I, I saw a lot of good stuff. And I'm like, you know Coach Burns? They're like, yes. I was like, me too. Me too. It works. It works just like that. But Chris, uh, what what'd you see from the Rebels that, during the first half? Like I said, seven points, eighty yards, uh, play number one for Bradley Central, and then it kind of, then it was all Rebels. Well, for me, the uh, biggest stat was we were talking about it's going to be a running game. It's going to have to be a running game because of the wet conditions. Carson Jones is ten to twelve with like a three fifty efficiency. Uh, what is it? One hundred twenty nine yards passing, three touch or four passing touchdowns. One of those incompletions was when he spiked the ball. I mean, so <laughs> he's been incredible. I'm, he's just been efficient with the ball. You know, they're stacking the line of scrimmage. They're trying to stop the running game. He's making the right reads. Like I said, that catch by uh, Markell down here in the quarter, incredible. I think a couple uh, passes to uh, um, Noah Vaughn out of the backfield. You know, we watch him. It was incredible speed. So just getting the ball to the playmakers and 
that's what you asked of your senior quarterback. You know, you know, I think a lot of times, you know, coach speak is a thing, you know, and, and coach Hunt is, is oftentimes said Carson's another coach on the football field. He, he does things in a, in a way that's beyond his years. And I, I think he's showing that again tonight, a, a game that you, you don't really have all the tools in the tool belt because the weather kind of takes a couple of things away. So you got to be smart. You got to, you got to pick and choose when you're going to take some chances. And I think he's, he's picked really good options to take chances and, uh, and it's paid off for him 35 unanswered uh, for a 35 to seven halftime lead. Let's take a break. Listen to these fine sponsors. I'm going to continue to dig for Coach Burns' question as we take a break. You're listening to the Whitlock & Company PC Halftime Show right here on Rebel Radio, 105.9 FM, 1400 AM, and streaming WGAPradio.com. Mastercraft with a K, renovations. We'll handle all your interior and exterior needs. Kitchens and baths, decks and fencing, flooring and windows, electrical and plumbing, doors and roofs. We do it all, and we do it right. Mastercraft, with a K, Renovations, has 35 years experience and is state certified renovator. We are EPA lead and asbestos abatement certified. We are solid surface certified in granite, corian, and marble. We'll handle all your solid surface needs. Proudly serving all of East Tennessee, call today to get your free estimate, 865-233-7577. That number again, 865 865- 233-7577 and you can visit us online at mastercraft with a k renovations.com be sure to like our facebook page at mastercraft renovations that's mastercraft with a k renovations.com not satisfied with your current pest control service or looking to get that process started? Call Heath Barberry at Common Sense Pest Control, providing outstanding protection of your health and property while delivering exceptional customer service right here in Blount County. Available services include general pest, mosquito, and rodent control, as well as termite protection and much, much more. For personalized service, call Heath Barberry at 865-389-7412 or email info at commonsensepc.com. Again, phone number is 865 865- 389-7412. Also, find them on Facebook at Common Sense Pest Control. And remember, if you want bugs dead, you've got to use Common Sense. And welcome back inside the Whitlock & Company PC Halftime Show. I'm Lynn Kaiser alongside Troy Provo Heron and Chris Hips. Uh, Chris, uh, smartly kind of gave me the the heads up that it is time for the red and black throwback trivia question of the night game number 10 week 11 if you're if you keep up with however people say it uh the red and black throwback trivia question for tonight again if you if you're just joining us what is red and black throwback we're gonna read a question it's a trivia question if you get the first answer right on our social medias either facebook or twitter um, you will win a windy city grill gift card uh, had nine winners to this point. Going to have another one here tonight. It could be you. But uh, Game 10 is many of these Red Rebel State Championships that we look at across the way uh, have come after undefeated regular seasons. Uh, how many undefeated regular seasons, not including if they win here tonight, has the Red Rebels had entering uh, tonight's matchup with Bradley Central? Again, tonight's Red, Rebel, Red and Black throwback trivia question, many of the Red Rebel State Championships have come after a undefeated regular season. How many of those undefeated regular seasons have Maryville enjoyed entering tonight's matchup? So, again, that will be posted on our Facebook and Twitter. Uh, first correct answer gets a Windy City Grill gift card. And, uh, again, a, uh, a big-time shout-out 
on Facebook and social media. So, again, Troy, uh, bring you back on here. Uh, brought you in here. Your jacket's a little wet. Uh, has the rain really taken to you? I mean, you're a little heavier now, soaking wet. Yeah, not too bad, though. I, I'm, I've always been a, a sideline guy, and so, I, you know, I always feel like, you know what, if the guys— I mean, you're the, from Miami. You're I used am, to rain. So I'm used so. to rain, but I also feel like if the guys that I cover and that I, I kind of build these relationships with have to stand out there in the rain, then you know what, I'm going to be with them down there, and I'm going to sit with them. I think you need to get a Daily Times helmet and just wear it so you could really be in the game. I, I would love that. Maybe a GoPro actually, right on the front. awesome. I mean, anything I never works. thought about that. <laughs> well, there you go. There you go. Got to get a Rebel Radio sticker on the back. Yeah. It's just it's payment. But, uh, uh, Chris, what, what, are you, what are you searching out? You getting answers right? I was looking for the I was looking for the uh, question for Mr. Burns. Still digging around. Let's, uh, you know, Chris. Let's run through the red, the marching red rebels, seniors again. As we uh, we we work to get those names, let's let's try to give those kids some shout-outs tonight as well. Okay. Well, first was Luke Allen, uh, son of Donnie and Leanne Allen. You got Nicholas Ashmore, son of Melinda and Sean Ashmore. Jack Baszler, son of Eddie and Alice Baszler. You got Brooke or uh, Brooke Bradley, the daughter of Carrie and Bradley. Uh, you got Daniel Brown, the son of Sandra Russell and Roland Brown. You have Ian Chadwell, the son of Mandy and Eric Chadwell. You have Griffin Conti, the son of Michael and Debbie Conti. Uh, Jackson Davis, the son of Byron and Amy Davis. Sydney Decatur, the daughter of Carrie and Jim Decatur. Anthony DiOrio, the son of Claudia and James DiOrio. You have Paige Douglas, the daughter of Jim and Darcy Douglas. Douglas. Uh, Nathan Duck, the son of Paige and Samuel Duck. Caleb Field, the son of Scott and Shelly Field. Oh, and there's more. That's when you know you're swiping <laughs> I, pictures. I just like scroll pictures. down. Okay, so we had uh, Jake oh, Faust. Hold on the just son a of second. Jason and Tracy Faust. Mr. Faust. Sorry, Mr. Huddleston on Twitter says, not sure if he fully understands the question again. There has been 17, 18 state championships, but there's been more than that undefeated regular season. So, uh, again, there's there's the first hint. But a lot of these regular seasons have ended 10-0 and 0, uh, on their way to a 6A playoff run. Uh, in the history of Maryville High School, how many have they had? That's the, the Rebel Radio question here uh, tonight. But his answer was nine. That is incorrect. But as the Rebels have, have received the, the opening kick there in the second half, uh, they have returned it up to the 31-yard line. But, Chris, continue on with the uh, the seniors' names there. All right. You had Austin Hill, son of Jason and Tracy Faust. Uh, Rebecca Johnson, daughter of Jeffrey and Susan Johnson. Andy Johnson, son of Lisa and Terry Johnson. Megan King, daughter of Scott King and Cecilia Paraluatissi. Sorry if I said that name wrong. Laurel Pierce, daughter of Lee and Angel, Angel Pierce. Uh, Jackson Shue, son of Sheila Franklin and Stanley Shue. Sam Still, son of Anthony Lane Still. Colin Stout, son of Mark and Ginger Stout. Jack Walker, son of Amelia Guy Scott and Forbes Walker. Madison Weldon, daughter of Dustin and Katrina Weldon. And Jake Wentley, son of Sean and Costanza Wentley. 
And just like that, here goes Noah Vaughn. That man is on the loose. The moose is loose. And strike up the band because that's a touchdown. Touchdown, Rebels. Mr. Football semi. <laughs> I just want to point out, he ran that ball faster than I could get through all these names. If you needed to know, now you know. That's a touchdown, Red Rebels. Noah Vaughn on the move. And that's that's probably going to be his finale here tonight. But a great big-time run by the junior. And I said junior. Like, has another year to grow junior. Uh, Noah Vaughn. That's huge. How, how long did he go, Ken? 69, I believe. 69 big yards. One play. 60 or two plays, 69 yards, 26 seconds off the clock. And Mr. Football is what you were just saying. Mr. Football. I think I think it's got to be there. I think it's got to be there. Corbin Price is going to kick the extra point. The kick is up and doing. And with that, with 11:34 to go here in the third quarter of play, your Bliss Air scoreboard reads 42 for the Red Rebels, seven for the visiting Bradley Bears. We'll be back in just a minute. Broadway Barbershop, a Blunt County staple since 1958 and a proud sponsor of Maryville Red Rebel Football. Carico Construction. We are a commercial contractor serving Maryville and Knoxville. Building strong customer relationships is just as important to us as laying sound structural foundations. Our goal is to build your ideal work, storage, worship, or retail space efficiently and cost-effectively. From concept to completion, we'll be by your side, helping you through the often complicated construction process. You can reach us by phone at 865-984-7393 or online at CaricoConstruction.com. That's C-A-R-I-C-O construction.com. Text Carico to 85100 to receive our special offers. Carico Construction. We build trust. What you know about rolling down in the deep when your brain goes numb. Hey, welcome back to Rebel Radio WGAP. I'm Wayne Kaiser alongside Chris Hips as the kick is away by Mr. Charles Trenum. And it is muffed and returned and picked up. Uh, gets up to about the 17-yard line, probably about as good as he could do that one, Chris, because he uh, he didn't know where it was there for a few seconds. Yeah, he muffed in and kicked it forward and was trying to find it. So, luckily for him, he got back on top of the ball, and Marable's coverage team was right there on top of him when he did pick it up. Let me, uh, let me uh, give a little shout-out to the Marching Rebel Marching Band, all those seniors that you listed off. Uh, again, putting on a show each and every week. Uh, the halftime show is a thing at most high schools, but here it's it's a really special event. They do a great job, and those seniors, obviously, you you read a wholesale yeah. uh, group of those guys. That's a that's a big time list. I want to point out. I think it was uh, Hardin Valley we were at, and somebody mentioned it to us how incredible our band was, and how appreciative they loved the whole halftime show they put on there at Hardin Valley. Yeah, I think that's a that's a great point. Uh, you know, everybody else, we notice it, we like it, but uh, everywhere we go, they seem to like that marching rebel band also. So, again, congratulations, kudos to those those young men and women for getting that done. But uh, McCleary's going to be out there again, signal calling for the uh, for the Bradley Bears, and they're going to try to roll that one around. It's going to be number t- four, Terry again. Uh, he tries to get around right in, going to pick up a couple, brings up second down, eight yards to go. Uh, Mike Hicks says 1995. The question is, how many undefeated regular seasons have the Rebels enjoyed entering tonight's matchup? Regular seasons, undefeated regular seasons. As the ball is going to go off the face mask of Terry, and he is just going to wisely fall on it. Just Just a bad snap in this weather. Honestly, probably the first bad snap of the night. And probably surprising it's taken this long. And the only thing that kept uh, big Mike Bethea from being on that ball was maybe the jersey tuggy guy. You can see his whole shoulder pad still hanging out. 
Yeah, it's uh, yeah, that's clean. That's fair. Yeah, I guess if they didn't see it, they don't see it, right? Gonna take a couple yards loss there. Get back to the original uh, line of scrimmage. Th third down, ten yards to go. Ball on the on the Bradley 18-yard line as the clock gets under. Ten minutes to play here in the third. McCleary's going to take the snap, looks to the right, and then he's just going to have to tuck it and run, and he's going to be wrestled down at about the 24-yard line. It's not going to be enough for a first down. It's going to bring up fourth down punt formation coming. Yeah, that was just great pursuit there by Caleb Graham and Keyshawn Harper. You know, he, he broke containment, but they were right there to hit him and keep him to a short game. We're going to continue to – to try to dig around for some answers. Again, the, the red and black throwback trivia is still wide open. Uh, how many undefeated regular seasons have the Maryville Rebels completed? Again, that would be a 10-0 mark in the regular season. How many of those have you had in the history of Maryville High School? But McCleary's going to get that one away. Nearly blocked, but he gets it away nonetheless. Ah. Ref thinks about it and then pulls the flag. They're going to call roughing the kicker here, and I'm not oh, sure. Man. I'm not sure. Probably going to be running into the kicker. I would hope it's the short version. Yeah, but even a running into the kicker should give the first down. Fourth down, four yards to go is where it was. So, was you're, so you're right. Yeah, that was, that was uh, Brandon Husky there, number 56. Got back there. I, it was right over his fingertips. Unfortunately, with the kicker moving forward, I think he just bumped into his leg. Well, I think, you, you know, McCleary, give him give him credit. He uh, I don't know if he's part of the drama team or not, but uh, he sold that one pretty well. Fell, fell flat of his back after just a slight hit. But uh, they're going to move this thing forward. It's going to be a first down Bradley Central and, uh, and a new set of downs for McCleary. Like you said, he uh, went to the sideline for two play or for like two seconds, you know, and now he's running back onto the field. So I'm glad to see he is okay after that hit. He is totally fine. He's going to be <laughs> just fine. He went to man. the Ole Miss School of – Theatrics. Oh, yeah. Well, maybe maybe they have the same uh, strength and conditioning coach. You know? <laughs> maybe they do it remotely. You know, in, in today's age, they, they work from home. Uh, McClear's going to look to deliver out in the flat. He's going to get it to number, I believe, 16 on the catch, and it is going to be blown up uh, by, let's see, that's that's Cannon Johnson. Cannon Johnson blowing that one up, intended receiver. That's 16. His jersey's kind of rolled up. 18. 18. Yeah. I think uh, he bobbled the ball twice, and – that's what did him in, and like you said, you know, Cannon Johnson was right there. As soon as he did crowd the ball to hit him, and uh, but maybe a one-yard gain at the most. Demarius Ballard was the intended receiver. Actually, he did a good job corralling, like we said, that one in. Cannon Johnson blows it up after a one-yard pickup. Second down, nine yards to go. We're going to have two receivers to the left, one to the right. Terry, his left hip pocket. McClary's going to hand it to Terry. He's going to stutter step in the hole, and he's going to try to pick his way. And, and I'll tell you, with that defensive front, you got to get what you can get. He gets up to the 34-yard line, but not much more. Yeah, it was, once again, a great run by Terry, though, with the patience. You know, he looks like he's about to get stopped for a no-gainer, and he gets at least three or four out of it. They're going to give him five, Chris. Uh, again, just, just uh, keeping his head down, turning those legs. Third down, four yards to go. Ball on the 34-yard line. It's touching the 35. Me and Ken. Ken and I. Well, it's that long, Ken. I mean, you kind of pick. <laughs> you kind of pick. Anyway, <laughs> giving Ken a hard time. But McCleary's going to look to throw the football. He's going to have to roll the pocket to the right. Finds an open Terry. Terry's going to get the football, get upfield. Knows where the line to gain is. But I don't think he gets there, Chris. Yeah, I think he's about a half yard short. Yeah, he dove down. It just depends where that they spot him out. They look they're going to try to measure it. Nope, they no, they're going to give the first down. The nose of the football, the way they spotted it, was right at the yard to gain. 
I was about to say, this may be the most measurements I've had in a high school football game. I was surprised Terry went down, though. I mean, he dove toward the marker, but he probably could have easily got the first down if he would have stayed up. I think that's a good point. Chris is fully engaged now in the in the Braves matchup. It is a zero zero if you're uh, if you're trying to tune into both. What were we at, Chris? We're top of the second. Top of the second. McCleary's going to take the shotgun snap. He's going to hand it to Terry. Terry's going to try to pick his way on left guard, and he is going to be stacked up and dropped by uh, Zach Braden, Mister Zach Braden. Yeah, like you said, stacked up perfectly. He he. Had a nice juke. Looked like he's about to get outside, and Zach Braden was right there to meet him and take him straight down. Give him a pickup of two there on first down. Second down, eight yards to go. Ball on the 41-yard line. And then continue to have two receivers to the left, one to the right. I'm going to flip Terry to the to the right side of McCleary. Looks like aggressive defense coming at McCleary right here. He's going to take a little two-step drop. Look to flip it to the tight end. Ooh. And he heard footsteps, Chris. Yeah, that was Carter Cox right there. I was coming up on the hit. And like you said, I think the uh, noise of the footsteps might have got to him because he tried to turn around too quickly. Got some more answers on our trivia question. Question. That's it's kind of like a question. A question. A question. Uh, but John Michael Covington, let's see what he says. Got a like on one of our, our tweets here by Mr. George Quarles talking about where we started this third quarter. Always nice to hear from GQ. Hope he's listening. But uh, let's see what John Michael Covington says. Trying to get this. Gonna have a gonna have a blasted blitz, and he's just gonna have to get rid of that one, Chris. And it's gonna it's gonna fall harmlessly to the turf. Yeah, but I mean that was probably the best case scenario there for Terry, because if he would have caught that, he was probably about to get lit up on that hit by Carter Cox, and luckily Cox pulled up so he didn't get any kind of penalty on the play. Good play on third down. going to force fourth down, and McCleary will step back into pump formation. With 3.14 to go here in the third quarter of play, your Rebels lead 42-7. to So with that 35-point advantage, this clock will continue to move. McCleary kicks that one away, gets it away clean, and Markel Fortenberry, no fair catch called, and he's going to take off and run. He gets across the 40, cross midfield, and he's going to run out of bounds at the 46-yard line of of Bradley uh, Central. They got a flag back there. I think they're going to try to hit a hit Maryville for a second week in a row for a blindside hit. Jacob Richmond's going to be the recipient of that laundry, and uh, it's going to it's going to erase quite a bit of this uh, big time return by Markell. Yeah, I think the uh, Maryville staff knew the penalty was going to be on them because you saw until Markell go come out of bounds. Don't take no unnecessary hit. And. Uh, the, Looks like his uh, his position coach yeah. uh, gave him a touch of a talking to there. Yeah. But they're going to go get the laundry, and they're going to step this one off. Uh, again, the, he runs out of bounds at about the 46-yard line of Bradley Central, but uh, after the penalties assessed, they'll be back in Maryville territory. So he caught a personal foul penalty for a blindside hit on Maryville. But I think he, a sideline warning on Bradley Central was the two calls he just made. Huh. So it's a 10-yard penalty. Let's so see. there's a personal foul. Onside hit. It's the Rebels. First down, Rebels. And then a sideline warning against Bradley Central, but that's just the first warning, so it don't count any merit. So the ball will set at the Rebel 20-yard line, so it races about 34 yards of a return there, and uh, they'll be first and 10. 
First down, 10 yards to go as they go new left or right here on Jim Renfro. Uh, new quarterback, number seven. I believe that's Schwager. Yeah, Charlie Schwager, 5'11", 165-pound junior, going to get some work here. New receivers are Dunfield. You're going to see Schwager take the shotgun snap. He's going to get the handoff. He's going to quickly hand it, and he's going to go off left side, and he's going to be stacked up. Going to be a loss maybe of one on the play. That's Gage Ledoux running the ball. I see with the carry. receiver. So you got Carson Jones and Julius Toto, the other two receivers on the far side. Yeah, a lot of work there. Looks like we've got some new line in there as well. Jackson Whitehead in into the football game. Trying to see all these names in there. I think they've got see, Eli Elkins say, in big there. Eli Elkins is in there. Hard to miss. Hard to miss big 86. You got 66, Connor Weiss. Charlie Schwager's going to take a high snap. He's going to deliver over to Gage Ledoux, a little flip play, and he's going to get ahead forward, get up near the 23-yard line. It's going to be a pickup of about five there on the play. Get some of that loss back, and it will bring up third down and about seven. All righty. I also see number 61, Cody Fling, number 64, Thomas Lenigan. I want to say the last – and as this clock continues to run, this is probably going to allow the third quarter to come to an end. As the clock hits zeros and we're through three quarters of play, the Red Rebels lead 42-7 to here in a region championship matchup against the Bradley Central Bears. We're going to take a break. Listen to these fine sponsors when we come back. Fourth quarter action here from Maryville High School. You're listening to Rebel Radio. We'll be right back. Lee Franks with Volunteer Home Mortgage in Maryville. And, folks, it's finally fall with cooler temperatures, shorter days, football, and pumpkin spiced mortgages and refis from Volunteer Home Mortgage. Rates are at historic lows, and buying or refinancing now could lock in the lowest rates in decades. Call me and let's see how we can save you money. I'm Lee Franks, Volunteer Home Mortgage, 865-238-7500. That's 865-238-7500. NMLS 164-1325. And welcome back to fourth quarter action here for Maryville High School as your Red Rebels own a 35-point advantage here in a region championship matchup, 42-7 over the visiting Bradley Central Bears. I'm Wayne Kaiser alongside Chris Hips as uh, they haven't reset the clock to 12 minutes, but uh, both teams back out on the field, Chris. Yeah, this offense is, uh, even though they're a bunch of younger guys, they're ready to get out there and get this play going. There it goes. As John Michael Covington has answered the red and black throwback trivia question, 12 undefeated regular seasons. That is, uh, we're about halfway there. 12 undefeated regular seasons. Not the correct answer, but well on their way. Uh, they have had, they have had uh, several state championships, not all of which have come off uh, undefeated regular seasons, but they have had undefeated regular seasons that haven't necessarily led to state championships. Last year was a perfect regular season so again uh, the question here tonight not been answered yet uh, is there have been several undefeated regular seasons in Maryville High School history how many have they had entering tonight's matchup the question Markell's going to stand in pump formation after a uh, after the play didn't necessarily go our way but they're going to kick this one away and Markell gets a gets a whole leg into that one, and it's going to be a high boomer that's going that's to take a, a Maryville bounce, wow. a huge Maryville bounce, and it's going to come to rest at the 16-yard line. Chris, that's a, 
I mean, that's a collegiate level punt yeah, right there. That was there. a huge punt. That that first bounce was probably at least 10, 15 feet off the ground. I mean, I'm not a punter by any stretch of the word, uh, but but they all talk about getting that football to turn over and getting the front end of the football to land and, and kind of take that jump. And uh, it, it, it finished to perfection there. But with 10.31 to go, as, as a running clock, just uh, these games get away from us really quick. Uh, Bradley Central with a moving clock, a lot of work to do just to get the clock to stop, let alone uh, try to get, make this a football game. Try to get some of the new faces on defense. I see number 71, Maddox Stock. I see Brandon Husky out there. I see. Looks like McCleary and Terry is going to go the full direction here uh, for Bradley Central. They're going to take the shotgun snap. They're going to hand it to Terry. He's going to try to go around the left end. He's going to get a little bit of room, get up near the 20-yard line, and he's going to be brought down at the 21. Pick up a five there on first down. Yeah, I see Jace Vincent, Hunter Ogle. Did you get Noah Linebaugh in there? I did not get Noah. I see 23, Ty Elder. I see number 30, that is Hunter Olivet. Did you get 82, Jace Vincent? Yes. You did. A lot of new faces out there. A lot of guys getting an opportunity here, again, for a clinching, yeah. a region championship clinching game to see the football field. Great for these young players. Caleb Reeves, 35, and Julius Tocha out here at corner. Second down, five yards to go. They're going to continue to hand it off. This is Watson uh, with the football. He's going to drive ahead forward, get across the line to gain, and more. He's going to get up near the 34-yard line. That's going to be a nice pickup for him. He's going to make a first down Bradley Central. That's just a great hard run there by the Bradley Central running back. Uh, Watson uh, uh, put his head down, full steam ahead, and luckily Maribel was there to uh, game tackle him right when he got past the first down marker. This is good, good, uh, good training though for these young Rebels as they're gonna they're gonna have to see big backs like this. Watson Knox is gonna get it yet again, and uh, he's gonna be driven back this time. Uh, you, you may get past him once, but even these young Rebels know how to get upfield. No gain on the play. Yeah, that's just a great team defense. I think that was Hunter, Hunter Ogle over there that was the first guy at contact, and Jace Vincent and Aiden Greer there to help gang tackle. Second down. Uh, looks like they call eight yards to go. They're going to give him forward progress. But uh, looks like McCleary is going to stay in their shotgun formation. He's going to have two receivers to the right, one to the left. Going to take the shotgun snap. He's going to give the handoff to Knox, and Knox is going to go around left end, get across the 40-yard line. We're going to give him the 40, give him the 42, 42-yard 42 line. It's going to be a pickup of eight. That's another pickup of six. I'm sorry. Great tackle there by uh, Hunter Ogle on the outside, keeping short. Pick up of six there on the play. It's going to bring up third down, two yards to go along two. And Cade Wheeler just came into the play of the left cornerback position. Cade Wheeler out here. He's going to be guarding number 16 for Bradley Central. That's going to be Taylor Dugan. Aiden McCleary, been uh, quarterback all the way, and that, that oh, pass fumbled. is thrown. It is going to be on the ground nonetheless, and they're going to call that an incomplete pass, yeah. Mr. Hips. I, I think I think he made a football move. Yeah, but that was a great defense play there by Carter Cox on the far cornerback Just spot. to jump it. I mean, he jumped that route, and I thought he hit the ball and knocked it out. Like you said, I think he took two steps at least. They called it incomplete. I think the best thing that happened was McCleary threw it behind him, and he had to kind of correct himself, and they just they just called that an, an incomplete pass. 
fourth down, two yards to go. No, no uh, shame here. As uh, Bradley Central is going to look to to keep the football, they're going to hand it off to to Watson Knox, and he is going to take Ooh. it around left side, and he is going to get the line to gain, but not by much. Just get well beyond uh, the 45 yard line. That'll be a first down, Bradley Central. Yeah, and that was a uh, want to say Noah Lombard that came up for the big hit. Unfortunately, I think just when he fell forward, he got enough for the first down. 56, Brandon Husky in there in, on that defensive line. That's a that's a good-looking kid there on the defensive line for the Red Rebels. Yeah. Jace Vincent, I mean, all those guys, they, they're really good, high-mutter young guys. I mean, they're going to be studs here in a couple of years for this Maribel defense. And here's the thing. I keep looking, and there's a lot of juniors, sophomores out there right now. Getting, we'll get their opportunity in just a, a few short months to be the, the leaders of this Rebel team. They're going to hand it to Terry, the starting running back for Bradley Central, and he's stacked up and dropped after a short pickup. First down. Going to be second down upcoming. And I mean, what can you say about this young defense? I mean, this is the starters for Bradley Central. They're not the backups. This is their number one running back, their starting quarterback, and this young defense is you know, making them work hard for all these yards. They're getting, I think, what, 20 yards in about eight plays already? Yeah, and, and probably the bigger thing is this clock continues to move. Probably about five minutes of real-time clock. Five and a half minutes before this one snapped. He's going to take the snap. He's going to try to shrug off the receiver. Okay. He's going to deliver it in the flat. And it is going to be – they're going to call it a catch. That's number 18 for Bradley Central. That'll be Demarius Ballard. It's a good little good little shake off. Got the got the DB to buy it after the the pump, and uh, delivered it out. Delivered a nice ball. Picked up the first down. Yeah, and he paid with a big hit though by Noah Lombaugh out there. I mean, made sure to knock him out of bounds pretty good. He's he's still kind of <laughs> he's still like he's like I'm gonna go to the opposite side. So I don't have to get hit by that guy. Again. He's like, do you think it's Friday? It may be Friday. But uh, McCleary's going to stay in shotgun. He's going to hand it to, to Watson Knox yet again. Watson's going to just push the pile, stay behind his blocker, and he's going to pick up a couple there on first down. It'll bring up second down, seven yards to go. And that was uh, Hunter Ogle and uh, Jace Vincent there again, uh, combining on the tackle, uh, hit him right at the line of scrimmage. Like I said, I think he just maybe fell forward for the at least a one-yard gain. With four and a half minutes to go in this football game, red and black throwback trivia question still out there. How many regular season undefeated has the Red Rebels had in the history of Maryville football? Again, undefeated regular seasons. How many? And if you guessed, you can guess again. Yeah, yeah. We are, we are, uh, we will not stop you. This is not so many entries, but uh, as they'll deliver out in the flat, he'll fight for yardage. He'll, he'll get beyond the line to gain, and uh, he'll be stopped by a host of Red Rebels. But he's down to the Rebel, twenty-seven uh, yard line. Yeah, that was a great open field tackle there by Hunter Olivet to get out there and, uh, you know, meet him right at the line of uh, line of gain. And the rest of the Maribel defense, like you said, was there to help back him up and tackle him. And again, at this point, it's it's all for naught. You know, you've continued to drive on, on these uh, the substitutes for for Maryville High School, but you haven't put points on the board just yet. If you didn't know, the Braves are playing right now. But McCleary's <laughs> going to fake the handoff out in the flat and going to deliver to number 18, and he is going to get the reception, make his way beyond the 15-yard line, and be pushed out of bounds about the 14. It's going to be another first down for Bradley Central. That was a great open field tackle by Ty Elder to make sure to get him out of bounds. Yeah, Demarius Ballard against 6'1", 180 pounds sophomore. Yeah, it was a he had a full steam ahead. Uh, Cade Wheeler came up and took out the uh, receiver, which allowed it to get open. And 
Where, and what's what's going on in the Braves game? I just want everybody to know why you're so excited. Oh, well, it was a near home run, dude. Hit off the top of the wall. That for counts, a right? Unfortunately, not. McCleary's going to have to call his own number, and he's going to pay for it as he gets down near the 11-yard line of the Rebels. But he is going to—he's going to wake up seeing a bunch of Rebels. Yeah, I think that was Maddox Stott there, number 71, with a big hit. Uh, yeah, I don't know why you want to roll back into that big guy. Yeah, I think sometimes you, you live to fight another day. But as we're near two and a half minutes to go in this matchup, just chewing the clock down as it continues to run with a 35-point Rebel advantage, 42 for the Red Rebels, 7 for Bradley Central. They're going to have three receivers to the right, one to the left. They're trying to get this clock to stop. I think there is their goal at this point. McCleary's going to try to stretch this play, get across the 10-yard line, and he is going to be met and stood up inside the five. And that's going to be enough for another Bradley Central first down. Yeah, but that was Cade Wheeler coming up from the deep uh, post route just to hit him hard make sure it say, hey, you're not going to get it, just walk in the end zone. As we are under two minutes now, again, the clock continues to run. McCleary looks to the sideline. They continue to have their entire starting lineup into this football game. The only person that it looks like has checked out is Mr. Terry, uh, which has been uh, the bulk of their offensive production until this drive. New running back, number 21. 21 will be the new running back. Good call. Ramarian Taylor, as he's going to get the fake. No, and then looks like they're going to loft it into the end zone. It's going to uh, be a touchdown, Bradley Central. A little little corner play, a little fake give and go. And the number 16, the recip- recipient of that touchdown, Taylor Dugan. Uh, he, he's, uh, you know, he's worked hard all night, probably res- deserving of that as he's uh, he's been battling this Maryville defense all night long. So with 123 to go in the fourth quarter, uh, the Bradley Central Bears stop the clock. Their first uh, big-time win here tonight. Yeah, and it was just uh, Maryville sold out to try to stop the run. I think we expected the run up the middle with the big back that came in and left their uh, cornerback one-on-one. And a great catch by Dugan. He saw the corner had his back to the play, came back to the ball. Hera Rojas is going to be the, the point after, and he puts it up and through. So the Bliss Air scoreboard now reads the Rebels 42, the visiting Bradley Central Bears 14. We'll be back in just a minute. You're listening to Rebel Radio. Crossover vehicle owners, here's a tire just for you. Stop by Stevenson Tire to see the all-season Yokohama Geolander Geo 55. Loaded with premium technology, like Yokohama's specially formulated orange oil compound for all-season traction and an advanced tread design for a responsive and comfortable ride. The Yokohama Geolander Geo 55 provides more performance, more confidence, and more value. Check out the Yokohama Geolander Geo 55 today at Stevenson Tire, 2411 East Broadway Avenue in Maryville, 983-1621. And get more for your crossover. And welcome back to Maryville High School, Jim Renfro Field, where your Red Rebels lead the Bradley Central Bears 42 to 14. Bradley Central just uh, scored a touchdown, Chris, that that stopped the clock here in the fourth quarter. Been a moving moving machine since early in the third quarter. And uh, again, Rebels about to receive this kickoff, but I think uh, I think Bradley Central they don't want any part of this Rebel offense. Yeah, it looks like they're setting up for maybe an onside kick or a short kick again. 
I think they just stove this one up. I, I don't know that it's worth the impact uh, to, to onside kick with this deficit. And it's going to be a short kick. It's going to be returnable, though. It's going to be taken by Tez Dozier, and Tez is going to try to stretch the field. He's going to go all the way to the other side. He's going to cut the corner and cut across the 35-yard line. Uh, you know what? He, he ran about 60 to okay. get about seven. Let's say, I think it was about like a 10-yard gain at the most, but he made about a 40-, 50-yard run out of it. <laughs> Tez Dozier just loves the football in his hands, took an opportunity and tried to make something of it. First and 10 Red Rebels, ball on their own 32-yard line, going right to left here on Jim Renfro Field. Uh, kind of fitting, I think, uh, you know, in, in claiming another region championship, Chris, they're going to march their way toward the state championship banners uh, that stand on the side of the field house. I think that's a, that's a fitting finish. Yes, I mean, what, what better way? You know, you got a lot of the seniors in tonight. On senior night was an amazing act. Looks like Casey Cobble's going to step in at quarterback. They're going to hand it off. Looks like number 36 is the runner, and he's going to get around, get across the 35-yard line. That's a senior, Jacob that's Morris. Jacob Morris. He's seen touchdowns yeah. here tonight. Or not here tonight, but here on this season. So good to see him with the football in his hands. But uh, Casey Cobble, a young quarterback, uh, but a guy who they, they trust with the football in his hands. He's a uh, He is a 5'10", 145-pound freshman that has a lot of time here left with the Red Rebels. 58 seconds is what remains after that run. Uh, again, the visiting Bradley Bears have all three timeouts, but, uh, Chris, I think they'll leave those in their pocket. Yeah. All thing that was bad on that play was he ran out of bounds. You don't run out of bounds because you can keep the clock going. But Cobble will have two receivers to the left, one to the right. Uh, he's going to fake the handoff. He's going to call his own number and just uh, just kind of slide down there just uh, just short of the line to gain. 41-yard line will be the, the pick. It'll be a three-yard pickup for the freshman, but the clock continues to move. I think that uh, that was a statement that was made, and he heard it loud and clear. <laughs> well, I, you know, I'm pointing out, I think a lot of these uh, Bradley Central players are still starters. So, yeah, don't want to take an unnecessary shot on your uh, young quarterback if you don't have to. Cobble gets the play, takes it into the huddle. They're going to have to snap it one more time to get this one in the books, Chris. And uh, I wouldn't – I don't know that I wouldn't expect a, a little victory formation here. You're going to see Cobble take it. No, they're going to hand it off. I think Morris is going to get one more touch. He's going to try to stretch this thing wide. He's going to get across midfield, cross the 45, cross the 40, and Morris wanted every <laughs> chance he could take. Uh, to get this one to the house. Got to love the effort there. But as Coach Hunt uh, gives his troops some commands as they head to midfield, but they are going to wrap up yet another region championship here tonight. As the clock hits zeros, it's in the books, Mr. Hips. 42 for the Red Rebels, 14 for the, for the visiting Bradley Central Bears region champions, and moving on as the one seed from Region 2-6A. We'll be back in just a minute with a Broadway Barbershop postgame show and the Smoky Mountain Axe House player of the game. We'll be right back. If you have property to sell or you're looking to buy, call Dwight or Sarah Price at the Dwight Price Group Realty Executive Associates, and they can help with all of your real estate needs. Remember that no one sells more. Call 888-SOLD, which is 888-7653, or go to DwightPrice.com. The right home with the right price. 
Folks, do you want the best mortgage rate and terms available? Go local. Volunteer Home Mortgage is home-owned and home-operated. We're part of your community. When you buy or refinance with us, you're helping local folks who shop locally, too. That's Neighbors Helping Neighbors. Call me to see how your local wholesale mortgage broker can help you get the best possible mortgage rate and terms. I'm Lee Franks, Volunteer Home Mortgage, 865-238-7500. 865-238-7500. NMLS 1641325. Whitlock & Company Certified Public Accountants features accounting services for individuals and businesses. Serving Blount County for over 30 years, everything from income tax preparation services to personalized accounting plans for small businesses and large corporations with over 100 employees for a full range of accounting services, including payroll processing, bookkeeping, individual and business tax returns, compilation review and assurance services. It's Whitlock and Company, PC, 375 Fountain View Circle in Alcoa, Tennessee, 37701. Phone 865-984-1040 or 865-981-9638 or visit Whitlock and Company online at whitlockcpa.com. El Jimador Mexican Grill, authentic Mexican food in Maryville, Tennessee for the past 15 years. Open Sunday through Thursday, 11 a.m. to 10 p.m., Friday and Saturday, 11 a.m. to 10.30 p.m. El Jimador offers Monday through Friday lunch specials with their 15 minutes or free guarantee. Call your order in at 865-681-6040 and delivery is available. You'll enjoy a comfortable environment while gathering with family and friends at El Jimador Mexican Grill, located at 1705 East Lamar Alexander Parkway in Maryville, Tennessee. El Jimador Mexican Grill, a proud sponsor of Blunt County Sports. Your smile. It's your business card. It's your approval. It's an expression of your love. Your smile is such an important part of who you are. So when we say simply extraordinary smiles, what we mean is simply an extraordinary you. At Everting Orthodontics, we offer five-star reviews, free consultations, and flexible payment options. With offices in Knoxville, Maryville, and Morristown, we've kept East Tennessee smiling for over 20 years. Visit us today at evertingortho.com. And for everything ortho, remember Everting Ortho. Are you ready to think outside the box? If I'm talking to you, then head on down to Smoky Mountain Axe House. Conveniently located in New Midland Plaza in Alcoa, Smoky Mountain Axe House is your one-stop shop for a good time. Veteran-owned and operated and a member of the World Axe Throwing League, so when it comes to throwing axes, these guys can get you up to speed in record pace. Open to the public Thursday through Sunday and booking appointments now. Give them a call, 865-268-5872, or check them out online, smaxes.com. That's S-M-A-X-E-S dot com. Family friendly to all ages and ready to book your appointment today. Think outside the box and get your axe on. I am Representative Bob Ramsey, a half-century Blunt County football fan. I understand that most of us can't be on the field tonight, but we are a team. I encourage every one of you to take pride in our community and be your best at whatever you do, sports, education, business, or church. I am honored to represent our team in Nashville as your voice in the General Assembly of Tennessee. Best wishes as we work toward a championship year. Thanks for teachers, veterans, and first responder service. Stay in touch. 
paid for by Representative Bob Ramsey. Craving some amazing eats today? REO Cheese Wagon features a gourmet grilled cheese selection made to order. Their menu includes some old favorites and unexpected pairings to keep you coming back for more. Voted Reader's Choice Best Food Truck in Blunt County, I guarantee somewhere between Nacho Mama and Blackberry Smoke you will find your favorite. Follow REO Cheese Wagon on Facebook so you can mark your calendars on where to find that cheesy goodness each day. Or visit their website at REOCheeseWagon.com. REO Cheese Wagon, grilled cheese with a gourmet twist. Yep, it's that time in East Tennessee. Football time in Tennessee. Hello, friends from Twin City Certified Used Cars, Trucks, and SUVs. If you're in the market for a light new pre-owned vehicle, let Smiley Riley and Twin City Certified in Maribel be the choice. Over 600 pre-owned to choose from. It's auto buying made easy. 865-980-2600 or click TwinCityCertified.com. See you soon at Twin City Certified in Maribel. Tired of your current job? Looking for a career change? Want to stay home in Blunt County? Then check out the many job openings and company career pages at BluntAreaJobs.com. Here you'll find complete job descriptions and an easy application process. Don't waste any more time. Get to searching for your next career. You can find Blunt Area Jobs on Facebook and Instagram. CBD American Shaman guarantees their products. 100% certified organic full spectrum. CBD American Shaman. The most bioavailable CBD with patented nanotechnology. Exclusively at CBD American Shaman with a money back satisfaction guarantee. Stop by today and try a free sample of the most bioavailable CBD. Guaranteed. Only at CBD American Shaman. CBD American Shaman. The most bioavailable. Guarantee. And welcome in to the Broadway Barbershop post-game show where the Red Rebels are victorious over the Bradley Central Bears 42 to 14. I'm Wayne Kaiser alongside Chris Hips and Chris, you know, the opening play of the game, Bradley Central takes it 80 yards, one play, touchdown. And I'm not going to lie, I think there was a little bit of woo, but then it, it was just um, kick this thing in gear, jump the clutch, and here came the Maribel offense. Yeah, there was actually a lot of uh, quietness, I think, from both sets of people over here. We were all a little stunned. I think uh, we weren't expecting that big play to start off, but like you said, I think we said about two play or two drives later, that defense woke up and the intensity turned up. And from the rest of the game on, it was really tough sledding for that uh Bradley Central offense. Well, and, and you know, we talked about it. That, you know, that play was it was well designed and well executed by Bradley Central, but it was a it was a breakdown. You, you know, that allowed that that to kind of open up. So I think I think if you're Maryville, you understand that you that there was a mistake made, and you kind of adjust and you come after it. And, and I thought they did a good job of really putting McClary in a bad position the rest of the night. I really really bottled up Terry the rest of the night. There wasn't really much success from the running back core in general. Uh, but then I think on the flip side, you, you use Noah Vaughn's explosiveness against uh, Bradley Central, and that allowed them when they were willing to take, I guess, take risks to shut down Noah Vaughn, then you just dumped it over the top to the long and lean Markel Fortenberry. Three touchdowns on the night. Yeah, and I think uh, you, you just made a perfect point. I'm looking at the stats right here, and Terry finished up the uh, day 14 rushes for 109 yards and one touchdown, but you take away that 80-yard touchdown run, 
we held him to uh, 39 total yards the rest of the way. Yeah, I think I think that's huge. And, and uh, you know, I think with three touchdowns, it's hard not to be uh, the Rebel Radio player of the game. So we're going to take a break. Listen to these fine sponsors. When we come back, we're going to talk to that Rebel Radio player of the game, Markel Fortenberry, as he is a, now a two-time winner of said award. We'll be back in just a minute. You're listening to Rebel Radio. Mastercraft with a K, renovations. We'll handle all your interior and exterior needs, kitchens and baths, decks and fencing, Pouring and windows, electrical and plumbing, doors and roofs, we do it all and we do it right. Mastercraft with a K Renovations has 35 years experience and is state certified renovator. We are EPA lead and asbestos abatement certified. We are solid surface certified in granite, corian and marble. We'll handle all your solid surface needs. Proudly serving all of East Tennessee, call today to get your free estimate, 865 865- Two three three seven five seven seven. That number again, 865-233-7577. And you can visit us online at Mastercraft with a K Renovations.com. Be sure to like our Facebook page at Mastercraft Renovations. That's Mastercraft with a K Renovations.com. Not satisfied with your current pest control service or looking to get that process started? Call Heath Barberry at Common Sense Pest Control, providing outstanding protection of your health and property while delivering exceptional customer service right here in Blount County. Available services include general pest, mosquito, and rodent control, as well as termite protection and much, much more. For personalized service, call Heath Barberry at 865-389-7412 or email info at commonsensepc.com. Again, phone number is 865 865- 389-7412. Also, find them on Facebook at Common Sense Pest Control. And remember, if you want bugs dead, you've got to use Common Sense. Broadway Barbershop, a Blunt County staple since 1958 and a proud sponsor of Maryville Red Rebel Football. Carico Construction. We are a commercial contractor serving Maryville and Knoxville. Building strong customer relationships is just as important to us as laying sound structural foundations. Our goal is to build your ideal work, storage, worship, or retail space efficiently and cost-effectively. From concept to completion, we'll be by your side, helping you through the often complicated construction process. You can reach us by phone at 865-984-7393 or online at caricoconstruction.com. That's C-A-R-I-C-O construction.com. Text Carico to 85100 to receive our special offers. Carico Construction. We build trust. Welcome back into the Broadway Barbershop post-game show. I'm Wayne Kaiser alongside Chris Hips, and now joined by the Rebel Radio player of the game presented by Smoky Mountain Axe House, Markel Fortenberry. Markel, welcome in. Thank you. Appreciate it. Again, Markel Fortenberry, a now two-time winner of said award. He won it on the road and won it again here at home on senior night. Senior night for you, and, uh, and you cap it off with a bang. Big-time performance, three touchdowns, and we talked about it all fair, two big punts that really flip field and then pin them in a position to where they had to be perfect. They just didn't get it done. Yes, sir. But, uh, Markel, what, what did you see as far as on the receiving side of things? Offensively, uh, you just were able to get, get behind the defense. What, what were they giving you that allowed you to kind of break free? Really, it was a lot of, like, man coverage. And so I was able to, like, make the move and be able to get outside or inside of them so I can, um, like, catch the slant that I caught and catch the fade that I caught in both end zones. 
um, really just being able to make a move and get outside of him. Now, Markel, we talk about it each and every week. Carson Jones, he's a special quarterback. He's super yes. efficient. He had two incompletions tonight, and one was a spike. Yeah. So uh, that's, that's that, was, just, that was on purpose. That's a yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. But that's a special that's a special night for him. But but it just the continuity between you two guys is it, just something special. Down here, we talked about it. That touchdown looked to be an overthrow, and then it just literally dumped in there. Like, does he throw it in a trash can at practice, or do y'all just throw all the time? Yeah, or? we throw out a whole bus during practice. That's <laughs> this is the reason why we do it a bus during practice, so we can execute it during the game. Sure, absolutely. And, I want to point out one other thing. Not only is he a great receiver and a great punter, he's a great coach. I mean, both of our kids were out at the uh, Maryville football. Yeah. You helped them. Uh, I think you helped my son one time with trying to catch a touchdown pass. Oh, yeah, flag football. Yeah, flag, flag football. football. Yeah. You did a great job with that. So, And you're just an all-incredible athlete, I, I all-incredible young man. I will say, between you and, uh, and Zach Braden, I don't think anybody was any more hype for those oh, yeah, little kids sure. scoring touchdowns. Yeah. It was a, it was a great atmosphere out here last Saturday morning. Hopefully, it'll be another one in the morning if we can keep yep. the weather away. I'll be here. But uh, but Markel, again, congratulations on a great senior night. Another region victory for this for this team. We know talked to Coach Hunt earlier today, and uh, he he's not a streaks guy. He doesn't talk in those terms. But a big time streak. Uh, probably, I, I guess. The kids that are on this football team weren't alive the last time Maryville lost a region game. You guys continue that that streak for, for Maryville High School, and then you carry that momentum, a 10-0 perfect record into the postseason. Looks like next week, again, not final at this point. Looks like it's going to be Jefferson County coming sure. to Maryville uh, to take on the Red Rebels. Patriots versus the Rebels, a yeah. little bit of a, yeah. a dynamic there from a storyline perspective, but excited for what this team can do on the field. And when they're at home, it's a special place to play, right? It's always. But uh, talk about it senior night. We talked a little off air it was an emotional moment you know a big senior class a lot of playmakers a lot of guys that played early you played early here and and has had an opportunity to play for three seasons and just more and more uh, involved in the offense what does it mean uh, for what you've done here and still a lot left to go in this season but what what have you done to this point here in in, in Maryville football yeah I would say like what you were saying I started really early started my eighth grade year been playing for Maryville not that long but just me working my butt off off the field it's just really like it just I can see my growth on the field and in games and during practice and stuff and it just it just really helps me like realize how much how far I've gotten and like where it's taken me. Um but yeah, it's been really exciting. For me I think it's the uh, completion rate too. I mean, I've watched you for the last three years and it just seems like each year you're getting better and better and like I mean, realistically when we see you one on one down on on anywhere near the goal line like just throw it up to him because he's going to get it. He, I mean, he writes it on that clipboard. Yeah. See, it says all day. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you're, that's what, that's you're what literally <laughs> like a 99% completion rate if it's in your range, and which, yeah. I mean, Just your range is going. like incredible. Keep that going. Keep <laughs> I got you. I got you. But, uh, but let's run through some individual stats, and uh, you're the one that started the tradition of ending, ending the show with us with the Go Rebels, so we'll do that yet again. Yes, but tonight, individually stat, Noah Vaughn led the rushing category, seven touches, 168 yards, two touchdowns. Jacob Morris, two touchdowns. 28 yards. Gage Ledoux, five touches, 24 yards. Charlie Schwager, one for six. Carson Jones, one for five. Casey Cobble, one for two. And Zach Braden, one for one. Uh, Carson Jones, as we talked, 10 of 12 through the air, 129 and four touchdowns. Uh, very efficient night for the senior quarterback. And then Markel Fortenberry led the receiving category, four touches, 80 yards, 
three big touchdowns. Noah Vaughn, two for 20. Julius Toto, two for 15. And Jackson Phillips, one for 14 in a touchdown. Great play down here by Jackson. Uh, good play for him. But uh, Markell, again, would, would be remiss if we didn't talk about that punting. Uh, just a couple big-time punts that flip field. You had a 55-yard punt here tonight. That's next level at the at the biggest rate, and you're a Liberty commit going to yes, play yes, play sir. for the Flames. But uh, but Markell, the uh, the Maryville Rebels have won their 137th consecutive region matchup and another regional championship, and that means a big Red Rebel victory. The Rebels improved to 10-0 as the Bradley Central Bears fall to 8-2. Final score for Maryville High School, the Rebels 42, Bradley Central 14. As we look to finish up tonight's broadcast, let's take time to thank all that makes this possible. Mr. Harris, Athletic Director at Maryville High School, and that great administration, all the sponsors you've heard in and out of the breaks, and the infamous Ken Main for the up-to-minute stats each and every week. A special thanks to Laura back at the studio for getting us in and out of the breaks, but for Chris Hips, Markel Fortenberry, I'm Wayne Kaiser, and you've listened to Rebel Radio. If you're leaving the stadium or on the road home, take care, be safe, and yes, go Rebels. Go Rebels. Go Rebels. Here we go. Stop